Professor Rick Anderson. Hi. I'm not sure where I am, but uh, thanks. Thanks for introducing me. Also, here's is a very special guest. Where do I start? Where do I start? His many accomplishments include the invention of the paperclip. His psychic ability knows no one. He is once quoted saying, I knew you were going to say that, but it wasn't worth mentioning. Brilliant. But in this podcaster's opinion, his greatest triumph is that of our most dedicated listener. It's Brandon Longwell. (laughs) It's March 20th, 2015, and we are Beer Plus 3. Oh my God. This is crazy. Our audience has joined the podcast. Yes, it has. It's going to become like recursive. I think, I think of... it should. I think I definitely think it should. I mean, if ever we end up doing this in public and we actually have people that more than just Brandon and, and Jeff Miller that listen to it, um, I always say, let's just get them on the podcast. I don't we're just drinking anyway. <laughs> it really is. Have you watched movies? Good. Get over here. You like beer? Good. Uh, no. <laughs> we analyze the beer. Oh, yes. And discuss its merits. <laughs> I'll tell you tomorrow how good the beer was. Well, it's an honor. What Now, yeah. what am I drinking? Yeah, what is this? This is just our warm-up beer. This is the Petite Monk Table Beer from Wander. Oh. We, we, we had this last time and the time before that. It's just a low EBV, so it's not going to get us really fucked up because I think he brought Ivan the Terrible, which is high ABV. (laughs) I bought uh, the Black Raven, which is high ABV, and then this is filled with uh, the, uh, what was it? It was like a two fingers. Yeah. uh, (laughs) It's two fingers. fingers. (laughs) Shut up. It's It's uh, the half shocker. It's... Orlison, Orlison, two finger pour. It's um, the, now this. I'm gonna go through the whole motherfucking thing. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go okay, through the motherfucking okay. thing. Two fi- in your mouth. Two fingers. Two fingers. I'm, I'm getting all uh, on people. Um, I'm gonna get rid of the mason jar. I'm, I've been I've been not drinking out of a mason jar. I've been using it for a uh, podcast stand or a mic stand. I don't know because I forgot. I'm a dumbass and forgot my mic stand this morning. 
In my defense, well, I got up at three fucking a.m. So yeah. and then watched the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you probably didn't figure you needed the mic stand. Anyway. After all, Mike's not About here. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's oh, why oh. people don't normally allow me. Speaking on the podcast. of which, Brandon, <laughs> just so you know that uh, when you fill in for Mike, you have to provide what Mike provides, which is you know, ass and dick jokes, a fair amount of nudity. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We, his sticker was pecking out last time, last podcast. Yeah, last so. time we had a dick slip on the podcast. <laughs> We did, we did, we did. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I'm not sure. You Don't to worry, see that. it doesn't slip very far. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Who's the dick? This guy. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to explain this because it's a really unique beer. The the small one I got here. Yeah. It's a, uh, a an eight on the ABV. The Black Raven's a ten, and I'm sure that that uh, Ivan the Terrible is. <sighs> so um, uh, this is a apparently this is. What they're calling a pale lager, which I tasted it. It doesn't really taste like a lager. It's very interesting. It doesn't have that skunkiness. No, it doesn't. And what they're writing, or at least I don't know if it's a brewery or the people on beer menus. Yeah. Um, go to bearmenus.com. It's fucking awesome. It shows you all your local places. Bear, f- bear menus? Beer, beer menus. Oh, no, that's that's a, a whole other site. Different <laughs> website. I'm on there too, but completely different I'll, I'll cut that out when on the final version. Um, you don't have to. <laughs> okay. Okay. The unique uh, experimental style beer is modeled after the old, an old-fashioned cocktail. Yeah. We've all had an old-fashioned. Yeah. Sure. I've had many. I've had um, lots of them. Uh, the two fingers pour. The two finger pour has a distinct flavor provided with this combination of Northwest Pale Ale, Vienna, Munich, and Crystal Forty malts, creating a full flavor profile. Yeah. Uh, during the brewing process, blah blah, whiskey uh, barrel chips are added, orange peel to create a unique taste. So it's it's very much. It kind of tastes like a Who's little bit the, like an old fashioned, but it, it just mixes with the beer really well. Who? What's the brewery? Who is the company um, that makes it? Uh, Orlison. Orlison. O r l i s o n. Did you oh. say where that was from? Is that from around I don't here? Know or is he's, that he's like a European right thing? Now. No, I'm writing it down. <laughs> You're just writing it. Oh, look it up. <laughs> Look it up. Ooh, we have an intern. Awesome. <laughs> nice. We finally got a fucking intern. Well, that sounds interesting. Well, you're this getting is free um, beer. Shut the fuck up. Um, I have Heights, I have Washington. yet. Hmm? Airway Heights, Washington. It's not close, though. Huh. Today. Anyways. Um, Airway Heights. <laughs> Why do I know where that is? I don't know. Well, that blows my mind. I think that's North Seattle. I want to say it's North Seattle. Or listen. Okay, so that's... Um, or listen. Hey, okay. see, you're better at this than I am. That'll be like the first... I'll, I'm interested in trying that because I have yet to taste a lager that I actually like. Most of them taste like complete Shite. crap. It's, it's yeah, total crap. It's the state. This, this is oh, actually wow. pretty good as far oh, as a, a drinkable nice. beer. I mean, All right. Well, for a warm-up beer. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I've already some of the warm-up beer line, to so I guess go. I've stretched and uh, stretched my liver and warmed up and <laughs> ready to hit the track. <laughs> so Jeff brought up an interesting fact about the three of mm. us, which is that we're all only children. 
Which when Jeff originally told me that, I mis- I misheard it as we're all only children as in we are all but children, <laughs> which I thought, wow, that's really corny sounding Apparently philosophical. I was being extremely existential at that point. <laughs> <laughs> we are all but children of the universe. Yeah. But I'll I guess to say it's been a really long time since someone... all the world someone... is a seesaw. <laughs> it's been a long time since anyone's called me an old soul, that's for sure. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's kind of interesting, actually, because I've gone oh, through you my got life. The majority of that, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, okay. I thought there was more in the bottle. Feeling kind of odd that like the majority bottle. of people that I knew all had siblings <laughs> and had had that experience. Although, from my point of view, it was just people who beat each other up all the time. <laughs> I didn't like understand the what was so special about it. it just seemed oh, like the they, marriage thing? No, the siblings. <laughs> the sibling thing. <laughs> <laughs> but a book. Jeff's like, there's another thing I'd like cut out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. No, uh, um, yeah, I, I, it was always interesting, like being this weird kid that was like half kid, half like anthropologist. You're always like completely fascinated by these families, and they just are horribly violent to one another. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. No, I, I used to. Um, I had a one of my best friends growing up. He used to. He and his sister used to beat the crap out of each other back and forth and i had a, another friend later on that told me this horror story of his brother shoving his head through a window and it's yeah, just like yeah. wow i'm really not feeling so bad about being an only child at the moment <laughs> yeah you go over to a friend's house and one of them's like dragging the other one around by the hair <laughs> and then like 20 minutes later they're like nah it's cool like, I yeah, it, it's it's like this weird barbaric society, especially if there's like more than just the two siblings. Two siblings, things can be like relatively okay. As soon as you add the third and then the fourth one, shit just goes to south. I mean, it's it might as well be uh, Armageddon for crying out loud. I remember uh, I, I showed up at my friend's house, my friend Joe, knock on the door. Um, his little sister Katie answers. And she says, oh, yeah, he's here. I think he's over there. And then she, she goes to her room, which is right off the main door, and she shuts the door. And then I come in. I turn. He runs through the kitchen at me. Run, run, run. <laughs> and I, I, I go, what? And then he goes past me. A pair of scissors comes quang oh right God. next to my head in the do- doorway. I'm like, ah! It was this, a big sister who he had done something fucking horrible to yeah. and is now chucking shit, anything she finds at him, especially shit sharp objects. She grabbed a knife after that because she was running through the kitchen. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. Psycho sister. Yeah. Holy (laughs) crap. And I was like, wow, you know, sometimes I wish I... No. Yeah. (laughs) It it reminds me of a good friend of mine who I still know. God, I've known him for better part of 20 years. And uh, there are four of them. The oldest is a sister and then three boys. All... Well, no, actually that's not true. Three of the four are flaming redheads. Gingers, and it's through and through. Not just the color of their hair, but deep down in their dark little souls. <laughs> dark little souls. I thought and you the, meant there are, they were... The, the, <laughs> no, what, the drapes match the curtains. Well, no, Because I've dated that girl. <laughs> there was one of them that was a brunette, but he was always <laughs> referred to as the milkman's boy. Uh, <laughs> nice, but, nice. Oh, no, it, it got brutal. It got really brutal, because the sister would just beat the crap out of the younger ones. And the youngest one... His way of getting back at her would be to sneak into her room when she wasn't around and pee down her heating <laughs> register. 
<laughs> I mean, no holds barred kind of shit. Yeah. Just, oh my God. Psychotic. No, I swear. Oh my it's, God. They're just uh, like, each one of them is like a barbarian tribe and they're all vying for nothing, really. It's like, the Play Doh is mine. You know, it's, it's, like, it's almost like having siblings just brings out your inner, inner psycho. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely. Deanne tells a story about when she was uh, when she was young. Her sister and her were in a. They had like a big family gathering. I don't remember what it was, but she and her sister are standing in front of everybody in the room, and for no apparent reason at all, Deanna reaches over. They were wearing uh, bathing suits. Deanna reaches over and grabs her sister's top and just yanks it down in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I ask her. I was like, "What were you thinking?" <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe because we all have those urges. Like you're in public <laughs> and you're in a car and the guy's crossing the street or like there's a baby carriage over there. You're like, what if I just bam, <laughs> hit the motherfucker? Or you're, you're standing in line at the bank. What if you just go whack right in the back of the guy's head in front of you? You know, we all have these fucked up thoughts where we're like, what if I trip that kid that's running around the office? You know, we all have that thought, but we don't act on it. Maybe that's the whole thing about siblings. They get to act on it. They're like, what if I just pulled down her maybe. bathing suit? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, I don't know. Well, but this isn't like a complete stranger that you see in the crosswalk or at the bank. This is someone that you've known yeah. since. That's, why, like that's what makes memory. it okay. <laughs> someone who can later pee down your heat register <laughs> to get back yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it was. That's weird. Re- awesome. Reaching for the bathing suit. Yeah, so this if- is for that time you cut my Barbie's hair off. <laughs> hey, that was a serious offense. Don't make fun of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's something I'm going to harbor for the next See, and bo- decade. Both my parents come from relatively large families. Like, my dad has two sisters. My my mom comes from, like, a f- had five brothers and sisters. Wow. You know? uh, and, and it's so funny to hear them talk. Like, my dad was kicked out of the house very young and was shipped off to his grandma's house because he hogtied the cat and left it <laughs> on his sister's bed. <laughs> he was beaten with a broom promptly and then sent off to grandma's house. Hogtied the cat. Yeah, he How many times have I heard cat. that phrase on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and so... <laughs> Mm. What? I'm go hog the cat. <laughs> oh, my God. That's messed up. And she's not an only child. I... <laughs> you know what? There it is right there. Yep. Pretty much. Well, that makes me think now. I mean, if, if siblings get this weird antisocial, semi-violent impulse out of the way early on, what's with us? I mean, did we, how did we get that out of our You're system, or did we? Are we the ones who, like, freak out, like, later in life? Yeah, that could be freak out, and we just go to the, the bank and start shooting it up, or whatever. <laughs> Falling down style, Michael yeah, Douglas. Just yeah, I'm sure he full was bore. <laughs> well, that's that's why I have video games. Really, oh, okay. it is. Maybe that's I just bought is. Grand Theft Auto V. I'm going to play the fuck out of it, because I love those games. So that's your, that's your midlife crisis. Crisis, the video game, video gaming. That's your. That's your. No, that's been a crisis since I was, you know, nine. Oh. <laughs> it's not really a crisis per se. It's more of a hobby. Oh, okay. Since the Atari came out, and you're like, Mom, Dad, I want an Atari, and they're like, You can pay for that yourself. No, oh, no, my dad bought the the twenty six hundred right when it came out. In oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. So. No, I had the dad that said you can pay for it yourself. So I, I was like, Fuck you, then I will. I'll save up my allowance and buy it. Nice. And I nice. did. No, my dad bought everything when it first came out. I, so. I did. I didn't make That's it quite cool. that far. Uh, my generation was Nintendo, and so you know, I'm like 
whatever it is, 10, 11 years old. Mom, Dad, I want a Nintendo. And you can pay for that yourself. And I'm like, fine, I will. And then I never did. <laughs> I was like, hmm, I want to go to the store and get some penny candies. And then... <laughs> Actually, yeah. I, 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 never got the, I never got a Nintendo, not until I was much, much older. I actually bought the Nintendo myself, and then they bought me games. But I never really got a Nintendo. For all my friends had Nintendos, but I still had the Atari 2600, and I had the Commodore 64. Nice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. Press yeah. play on tape. I think <laughs> I, I I had the uh the Apple SE and then oh, my yeah. neighbor had the Commodore sixty four. <laughs> Which had much better games. Oh yeah. It and was in lots color. Of awesome games. Yeah, and it was in color, yeah. It wasn't just Oregon Trail and Yeah, it wasn't wasn't with a amper sands and shit for graphics. <laughs> Yeah, the Apple SE was like Commodore approximately the size. The screen was approximately the size of like a DVD. Like <laughs> oscilloscope or something. <laughs> that's what gets. Oh, me. Yeah. oh, totally. That's totally what it was. An oscilloscope. It's like this tiny little screen. That's what gets me about like video gamers nowadays. They'll they're look, looking at the PS4 and the Xbox One and the Wii U, and they're like, and you p- see people arguing on like, oh, the Wii U looks like ass, and all the Xbox Ones are are crap game. I'm like, are you fucking? Out of your minds, look at and then they talk to me, and I say, Yeah, they all suck because guess why? I'm a PC gamer and I can pump those graphics all the way fuck up because I spent $300 just on my fucking graphics card. There you go, (laughs) my graphics card's not five years old like yours. Mm Well, but your PC's not. But I had a tape that I put into the thing, and you had to have like side one, side two, side three, and side four to play the video game. And you put the tape in, set it down, and then you would you put in your your code, run game, you know whatever it was. Oh and god! And then it would say press play on tape now, and you press play on the tape, <laughs> and then you'd wait, <laughs> and then you'd wait, wait a little bit longer, and then you go make lunch, <laughs> and then you'd wait, and then finally. The screen comes up, and then you go click. You come back, and, and it's like, wait. oh, crap, that was my Motley Crue tape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, there's like a hair metal adventure. You know what? <laughs> hair metal adventure. No. I've never had a Motley Crue tape. I've never owned a Motley Crue you tape. you never owned a Motley Crue I've album never, No, I've never owned a Motley Crue album. I'm a proud 80s child. And I wish I could say I never owned a one, fucking but I Motley Crue, because I fucking hated Motley Crue. I hated... Who else did I hate that I never owned an album of? Uh, Guns N' Roses. John Bon Jovi. I did, like John, I did like those guys, but I got a bootleg tape before they were really big because a friend of mine uh uh, his brother was really into that music and he was like a musician and he was cool he was not cool um but uh we were 11 12 13 years old or whatever the fuck we were and uh he went and and got this tape of this new band that everyone should be listening to so we're like yeah we're gonna copy that shit because everyone's supposed to be listening to it so we were listening to it and everyone made fun of us and then they became big the, and that was, so it's kind of like my entire life played out within like a year. Because well, everything that I was when I was a kid, like all the geeky stuff and all that yeah. stuff is really big now and popular and nobody makes really fun of anybody about it. Yeah. I was constantly tortured. Uh, Isn't that weird? Most of my life. I tell my kids that all the time. I was into d I They're was like, into what? programming computers. I was into all this geeky stuff that I used to get beat up for. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And now, now it's like, now it's like, everybody's well, like, oh, that's really Nobody cool. beat me up because I was, I was bigger than everybody. Yeah, so. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> I was six foot two at 12. So I was like, nobody's beaten. Jeff up. 
Yeah, the one cool thing about it was that like one of the hottest girls in school was into D and D, and she was she used to play it with me and my geeky friends all the time. So oh, it was like, I lucky. Like, I know that was like the one thing. Like I would all all the time have guys coming up to me and going, "You're so, hanging out with her?" Just just to say, <laughs> she was an Aberdeen ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, be nice, man. <laughs> hey, we're in Washington where 10 is not quite 10 for the rest of the world. Sorry. So, there's a beer right here. I was here. just going to say we need to move on to the is next. This is mine? Beer. This is mine, yeah. What is I this? I should have left the goddamn label on it cuz it said you ginger for some reason. We have white caps on ours. Well, I have a white cap on the one we just finished. And but, we yeah. also have crossed out stuff on ours, too. I, uh-huh. I have okay. on mine. So, 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 what have, so what have you got there? Oh, this is the Black Raven La Mouette. La Mouette. Rouge Vintage 2015. It's the one that uh, is a dark Belgian-style strong ale. I hate the word style. Whenever they put the word style in there, it means it's not a Belgian ale. No, <laughs> they just wish it. It's was. a style it, of ale. It's no, it's not a style. Enough. It's a fucking either a Belgian. Close it is enough. a style of ale, but I mean, eh. well, but anyway, that's my own pet peeve. Um, and uh, it's uh, our dark style strong ale and red wine barrels from our friends at uh, Efeste Efeast uh, Winery in Woodenville. Yeah, uh, we used a multiple of uh, malts. Complex beer balanced with red nine tannin from um, maturation hmm. in barrels. Yeah. Anyway, I am going to just open it and serve it because somebody I'll hold I'll your, just I'll hold your mind. You, okay. you people talk. Okay, I'm, talk amongst yourselves. So I'm, I'm actually <laughs> really looking forward to this beer. Uh, I had um, for the first time actually I had a Black Raven just this last weekend at uh, your game, Jeff. Uh, the Bird Zerker. The Bird Zerker. Oh, that was good. That was remarkably good. Yeah, that was incredibly good. Um, but really potent. I'm actually kind of glad in hindsight that I only got like the tail end of the bottle because it turned out to be like 13% or something. <laughs> it was a beast oh, of a beer. I'm glad I was. Was it, I was, was, was it 13? Yeah, it was. I was intentionally going very light during that during that game, so that was probably Woo! a good thing. Yeah, this hmm. is a strong one. So Black Raven La, I'm going to try to La Mouille Rouge <laughs> Belgian style. Yeah. Oh, well. Beer. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Poor favor. Straight tripping, boo. <laughs> um. <laughs> Poor favor. <laughs> <Get out. laughs> that's awesome. All the quote unquote Mexicans here in the states uh, get offended by shit like that. You go to Mexico, they're like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> such a cute gringo. Like the 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 whole thing about like the, I made it. I made a joke. I started telling my really offensive Mexican jokes. <laughs> <laughs> down there, the only one they didn't get was uh, um, why do Mexicans have the chain steering wheels? Because they're really small and they can drive them with handcuffs. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> they they were like, I don't get it. Oh, what's a chain steering wheel? Because we just have regular ones here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, but the other one was uh, um, uh, what was it? Why did the why did Mexico win the Alamo? Because <laughs> they had two Chevys and jumper cables. Oh my god! <laughs> so and they, no. they thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Damn it! They're, that's they're what terrible I fucking jokes. I mean, they're the worst fucking jokes. But yeah, I completely the people like forgot them. to bring 
tequila. I, I talked to talked to you about it last weekend. I uh, got a couple of tequilas brought back for me from Mexico. Yeah. And I was going to bring it, and I was thinking, oh, yeah, beer plus three. So what is it, tequila times three? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're both really good. I had a taste of each one. But nice. I'm going to stop talking about it because we don't have them here, so we really Because you're can't. making me thirsty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going to satisfy the tequila guy. <laughs> not going to scratch the tequila itch. Exactly, exactly. So what do you think of this? Oh, I this? like it. I love I like this one. I'd, I'd give this a 3.5 at least. I would give it a 4.27. Oh, you're one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, he's a douche. Oh Matt, no, no, hold on. Hold on. 4.28. Douche canoe. <laughs> Three point one four one five. I don't know what I was thinking with the two. I don't think I ever got into untapped. Four point two. I got a new phone. Yeah. Everybody, I got a new phone because I it's I crushed day. mine on a slot machine earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure entirely a mistake. Well, it was it, it was kind of because I, I keep it in my pocket. I was I was not really I was hell bent on not helping the minions that day, and. Uh, uh, Mm. And and but one of the minions, I was like looking at this machine that was going in a certain spot, and I'm like, ah, we need to move this back a little bit. So I was, you know, just sho- and you kind of shove it back by like kind of shoving it with your hips because yeah. you got a little more leverage that way because it's really fucking heavy. <laughs> and of course, this was just crunch, crunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a little bit more understandable for whatever reason. I just, when you said you. Broke it on a slot machine. I just had this visual of you walking by a slot machine. I was using it <laughs> as then, a shim because it was going. And, and then just like breaking it on like a top corner, like you know when you those old time juicers, you know where you like take half an orange and just grind it in. <laughs> just walk by, smash on the candle on top of the machine. <laughs> he goes off. Okay, okay, it's don't like mess with Jeff today. He's moment. having a rough day. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> You know, I got minions. What am I going to do? Apparently, his contract is up. It's time for a new phone. Yep. I don't have contracts. Fuck those guys. Fuck them and their fucking contracts and their fucking faces. Yeah. I fucking hate that shit. Good attitude. I like your attitude. No, I just, I, I, I understand signing a contract for my house. Like, that is some shit. That is like hundreds of thousands of dollars. A fucking phone is five hundred bucks. Yeah. If you can't afford the five hundred dollar phone, shut the fuck up and buy a flip phone. Jeff, I'm, I'm sensing commitment issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Big money is commitment. Should Little I, money, yeah, not so I bring much commitment. The couch in so he can lay back. <laughs> Practice my counseling technique. There you go. There right. you go. My first comment is. What <laughs> <laughs> romance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel so relaxed around you, uh, man. Is it valid counseling to tell someone to shut the fuck up? Actually, yeah, <laughs> okay. not in that way, but yeah. I actually had told someone to stop talking. Oh yeah, it's great. Oh, okay, that's it. cool. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's good. Well, you no, got actually. one up on me because we're not allowed to do that. But we, so we have to come up with creative waves in 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 guest service to tell someone to shut the fuck up. It's, it's a, Though I have yelled at two old ladies and told them to sit the hell down. <laughs> Stop touching each other. Stop it. Oh, why? I've literally treated two 70-year-old women just like that. Why did, Why is there no video of this on YouTube? Oh, there's video. It's just not on YouTube. But um, it's just, uh, yeah, when two old ladies are fist fighting over a slot machine. It's awesome. Two little old ladies fist fighting over a slot machine. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a Salvador this Dali painting. <laughs> <laughs> that cannot be real. Is that an ear? 
Oh my god! Although I would love to see a Norman Rockwell of that. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be Front even better. Post. <laughs> Just hauling back. <laughs> It's, it's, it's highly two, entertaining. These two old ladies who have smoked and drank entirely too much their entire life. No, <laughs> only one of them was other. a smoker, and that was it's part like of the, the problem. <laughs> yeah. oh. You're playing my machine, and you're smoking all over it. <laughs> it's a smoking fucking casino. Yeah. If it wasn't a smoking casino, there would be no casino. Because <laughs> non-smokers don't gamble. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what anybody says. That's true. I'm a non-smoker. I don't gamble. I gambled once. In the non-smoker section. In the non-smoker section. In the non-smoker section. That exists? And then I wandered into the smoking section, and I was like, oh, my quality of life is going, (laughs) It's like Wile E. Coyote. (laughs) (laughs) They should have a fake casino for non-smokers, where you don't actually gamble real money. You just just stand in in front of something that goes... Or rolls over and over and over again. I believe they they call that bad reception in 1984. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, These guys get it. Yeah, I get it. Tweaking the uh, uh, rabbit ears to see whether or not you can... uh, Get it to slow down a little yeah, bit. Tweak the rabbit ears, and then you get that because we always had the second dial that was like the UHF dial. Yeah, it had like four hundred little clicks on it. You'd have to get it just right, and then you have to turn. And sometimes you'd have to get halfway in between, like channel three and four. Yeah, yeah. and then the vertical hold maybe wouldn't quite line up, so you're like looking at their feet on the top of the screen and their heads on the bottom part of the screen, and then a great big fat line right down the middle. <laughs> And all of a sudden, people are speaking French for no reason, and then it goes back to English because we live way too close to Canada. Oh, it is way weird. Too close. <laughs> that is, it's really actually kind of strange how much the um, TV has changed. I mean, I remember when when I was a teenager, setting my you know my VCR to get to record Monty Python. I did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you have to you have to start it at like eight o'clock, yeah. and it just records all night. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I think we all did that. And then once you get to your show, you're like, okay, I can record to here, but after that, I better start after Monty uh, Python yeah. and then record everything. Yeah. Yep. Did a lot of that, on, especially because my dad worked for the cable company and he started in like 1981 or something like that, working for the cable company. Wow. Huh? And Ground uh, floor. I got some. I wish I still had some <laughs> yeah, of the no posters. Kidding. I had like the original one sheet of uh, Alien. It was badass. Oh, that's cool. It was badass. I fucked it up. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Of course, the dad was a kid, <laughs> but they used to get movie posters and stuff all the time. My dad would bring them home to me, um, but uh, I had cable my whole life, so I was able to record all the cool movies and watch Skinamax at a very young age and mm. lucky yeah. masturbatory theater for a twelve-year-old. Let me tell you, the Playboy station when I was growing up is Channel Zero Zero, and it was the box. <laughs> this music video channel for like the first fifteen hours of the day, and then as soon as midnight or like. 1130 hit it was just hi that's a microphone um yeah it would just turn to porn instantly so you know you're sitting there watching music videos i think i was like seven years old when i found it and it was my favorite favorite secret for several years i just remember the first one i ever watched it's called the little blue dress i've seen that one it's actually really good. <laughs> remember i owned skinamax in 1980 added it uh so yes i've seen the little blue dress um lady chatter this lover that was really good um, and the first couple uh, uh, Emmanuels were really good too. Yeah. yeah, I used to have sleepovers where we all get together and watch porn together. We'd stay up late, wait for my parents to go to bed, 
and then turn it on because I thought it was so cool that we had free porn. <laughs> what year was this? That's 19, let's see, I was seven or eight, 97, 96, 98. Shut the front <laughs> No <laughs> kidding, man. Holy crap. Suddenly, I'm feeling very old over here. I think I was making my own pornos by then. <laughs> What's pornography? I don't know. It's something these. Is that like those in. old flickers? Yeah, I think these kids are into this nowadays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that called the internet? <laughs> All I ever see is cats on the internet. I still remember. And people the- getting hit in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time the first time I saw porn was uh was on VHS and the the way it happened was my a friend of mine called me up right, real mysterious he goes he goes what are you doing right now I said <laughs> what are you wearing I, why why he goes you got to come over I was like what just just come over right now so it's like this big mystery. I'm like, what? Why does he want me to come over? So I, I, I was within walking distance of his house. I go over there, and I show up, and there's, his parents aren't home. And I'm like, well, what? What's what's the big deal? He goes, watch. He goes over to his <laughs> what? VCR. What? I know. He goes over to his VCR, and he hits play. And I'm sitting there, I'm watching. And like, you know, credits, whatever, come up. And then all of a sudden, there's like a scene of some bedroom, some girl getting the shit fucked out of her. I'm like, Oh my God! We have to sit and watch this now. <laughs> so both of us just sat there in complete stunned. I just did, here's what I imagined. I imagined him like clicking the VCR on and then doing like the uh, the Harry Blackstone <laughs> with the hands. <laughs> All very in, oh, don't speak. Look. Just watch. but look like a Vanna White. Look at the boobies. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. That is a penis. <laughs> we were just completely <laughs> stunned. Well, I remember both of us like, like, oh, I can't believe what we're watching. Yeah. And later on, I found out was, he was just, his parents had gone for the day, and he'd gone into the garage or something, and he found some box that his dad had hidden away. And he's like, huh, this is interesting. What's on this videotape? And he comes in, and he's like, oh, I have to call Rick real quick and get him over here. All of a sudden, his mattress is about three inches higher from all the porn mags he fucking kept from you. My dad had a porn cupboard, but it wasn't just his porn. Yeah. It was his sex tape with my mom and various strippers. Oh. (laughs) No. Okay. That brings up some questions. Can you repeat that, please? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why would you spill the beer? Because uh, you distracted me with your mom, strippers, and uh, porn tapes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd like to record himself, I guess, with my mother and various strippers. Sometimes together, sometimes not. But, you know. Quick question. Wow. Was the strippers involved with your mom and your father? Sometimes. I love them. Wow. <laughs> I'm impressed. You, you you Are they still married? Fuck no. <laughs> Didn't think so. <laughs> so, Rick, I have because, to get back to your story that you, yeah. uh, you told. Sorry, I, I, she distracted me with the <laughs> strippers. and. But in, in hindsight, at any point, did you think to yourself, wow, what a friend. He, f- he found this VCR, and the first person he thought of was me. Yeah, he well, was, that's your best friend right well, there. No, you know yeah, who your was, best friend is when was, you can jerk off. I mean, when <laughs> they call you and yeah, they have porn. Sit, sit on the couch with hard-ons together. <laughs> yeah, pretty much that's what it was. 
Actually, I don't think that happened because I was just so stunned about what we were. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe what it happened saying. later, though, didn't it? Yeah, I'm sure it did. You're just sitting in the dark, laying in your, your the, the, the Star Wars sheets. <laughs> and you're just. Uh, and all of a sudden, what Luke's, was that? <gasps> What's that? All of a sudden, Luke. I'm going to touch that. <laughs> and hopefully, something fun happens. <laughs> Wow, suddenly Luke's lights, lightsaber has lit up. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sheets just come up and there's the lightsaber with the remember the didn't they have like the star blast at the top of the lightsaber? I, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't know. <laughs> Says the guy with the return of the Jedi class. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. That isn't from awesome nineteen eighty three, by the way. I might be taking yeah. this home, by the way. No, <laughs> no. Is that is that an original? Is that from you from back um, in the day? Or yeah, is... I think so. I actually stopped letting the kids wanted to use it for a long time. And I was Fuck like, them. Yeah, Fuck yeah, them. I was like, you cannot that's why it was up on the top shelf. Like you have to stop Does using that kids it. Still work? What's that? Keeping things up the ho- on the highest top shelf. Um, no. <laughs> but I'm slapping the shit out of them does. The, the, the paint isn't worn away. Obviously, doesn't make it through the dishwasher. Much. We got that from a, a friend of mine who was a, a total Star Wars fanatic. She was just big time Star Wars fanatic. Like her, she and her boyfriend, they broke up, but she ended up with most of the Star Wars stuff. But she had tons of it, and she about God, it was probably about ten years ago. She ended up moving from Bellingham to to L. A. Because she wanted to go to film school and learn how to make Star Wars. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, find out George Lucas's secret. <laughs> I think it's the it's the neck flesh. Because he didn't have a ne- he had a neck beard, but then he shaved the neck beard, and all of a sudden the flesh underneath it was like that wasn't a beard the whole time. It was just flesh sticking out of his neck. We, I mean, you it wasn't even fat. It's not like the guy was fat. It was yeah. just neck flesh. You don't need to go to L.A. and go to film school to get a goiter. I, I honestly think he's a muppet, but that's just, that's just a theory I have. But anyway, she had she had tons of Star Wars stuff, like a lot of original stuff too. And I've got some in the tucked away in the closet. Nice. Like some of the original, the little ships. <laughs> what? Which closet? Uh, next door. The one with the sex tapes and the porn. Great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, and it was. I, I simultaneously felt very bad for her because I knew how bad, you know, how horrible that must have been to be giving away all this stuff. Oh yeah. But at the same, why time, did she I give it away like, again? I'm sorry. She couldn't take it with her. She was just, you know, going. You can to always LA. take it with you. Well. As long as you're not think, dead, you can take it with you. Does she have parents to exploit? Not in this area. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. You should. I, did, I mean, I she think didn't she have did friends take, that I think she like, did. keep this for me. Yeah. Don't chuck it. Don't fucking do anything with it. She Just did take some of it with her. She For a while, I offered, I let her keep a, a trunk in our in our uh, garage yeah. until she had a chance to come pick it up. And I was just, the whole time I was like going, I don't, I don't want to be a dick and look in there, but I'm sure there's really awesome stuff. I'm sure she took the best stuff that she had uh-huh. and tucked it in there. I Probably. Like, well, and I wouldn't blame her. Because you're a trustworthy guy. So. When, when yeah. I was growing up, I yeah. got so many of those Star Wars toys. Mm-hmm. I had the the giant uh, you know walker of Hoth and the two-legged walker and the Millennium Falcon and all of that stuff. So many of these toys. Yeah. You know, the Rancor, all original stuff. Yeah. And then at one point I decided that I was getting just too old for toys. Mom, Dad, can we have a garage sale? Sold oh. all of these toys. Oh. And I bet I sold more t- toys than would fit on this dining room table yeah. for like yeah. bucks. Just a couple of bucks. You hating yourself yet now that those no. are all about valued at... <laughs> and right now Jeff is giving me this look like, 
We're not friends anymore. Well, one of my in best... fact, I'm not even sure you can sit at this table anymore. <laughs> yeah. One of my best friends growing up, his mom, his mom was kind of obsessive about saving a lot of the stuff from his childhood, and so she was putting a lot of it away. When he was done with it, she'd put a lot of it away in the attic. And just a couple of years ago, she called him up and said, "You know, I was cleaning through the attic and I found a little case that's Darth Vader's head, and it sounds like there's things in it." And he's like, going, oh, oh, I have to get that. And uh, in his next trip to, to uh, that's my college, my child's college fund, right? Yeah, here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> On his next trip back, he picked it up. He brought it back. He was so freaked out about it, he didn't want to open it because he knew what could be in there. But he he was thinking, <laughs> it was all Jar Jar Binks all the way down. It was just yeah, all Jar Jar. Push the button. It says, "Luke, help me take this mask off," and then you pull it off. No, he uh, he got it all. He got that it. would be badass. <laughs> <laughs> And it's Hayden Christensen's head. No, no, <laughs> but wait, no, wait. Is it no. his actual head? Because that would be awesome. Okay, yeah, I can settle for that. Yeah, I know a lot of people that pay money for that. <laughs> He's so terrible. I've seen him in other movies they, since then. They and still let him act. simply just terrible. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm sure he's the nicest fucking guy. They needed to edit him into that scene, though. So when he pulls that mask off, he goes, oh, I think I'm going to die. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But no. No. You don't speak of that. Shut your trap. Oh, I I need to defer to you because you're the one with the Return of the Jedi glass. That's right. I need to actually have a little bit better delivery than he did in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Right there. To finish the story, he got it. He got this thing home, and it took him a while to work up enough nerve to open it. And he opened it, and every single action figure that he had as a kid, every single one of them, it was apparently he had at some point in his that life. That was the had, collection thing. You stood them up. In the yeah, thing no, but he had packed in, in more than it was supposed to hold. I mean, it was like it burst open with like tons. Of, he was like freaking out. He's going it's like oh a my God. old-timey slot machine. Jackpot! <laughs> All over him. He's yeah, got a bucket. He, you know, he messages me that night, and he goes, you're not going to believe what I've got sitting in front of me. And he's just sending me pictures, and I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Seriously, fuck you. This guy, he has, um, he has like the Beatles signatures, all four of them on a piece of paper hanging in his, in his house. Oh, his aunt cool. had gotten them to sign. She'd run into them at a hotel that they were staying at by chance. and she'd It's not her underwear, because that would be genius. <laughs> Want to see my aunt's underwear? What? It's the Beatles. But no, he has. He's got like this fantastic luck with all those sort of collectible type things. But yeah, it was cool. just that night. He was like, "I can't believe that my mom still had all these," you know. And it's, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I knew the kid. The kid back in the day, we were eleven or twelve. The kid back in the day who saw this coming for some reason. Yeah. He had two of everything. One he could play with, yeah. and one was hanging on his wall still in the package. <laughs> oh wow! The kid's a billionaire <laughs> these days, I'm <laughs> sure, because he had every single toy. I mean, yeah. there was not one that he didn't have in 1980. Yada, yada, from yeah. like 78 to or 79, all the way the fuck on. Yeah. Oh. He had all of them. In the package, still on his wall. Wow. He's one of the guys that end up on Comic Book Man, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> no, he, I think he was smarter than that. Well, oh, was, oh like, he, he was one of the guys that starts a show called, like Comic, comic Book Man. <laughs> Something he, like that. On, like, there's, this, there's this HGTV program I watched when I was 16. I have no recollection of what it was, but there's a guy on the show, mm-hmm. and he had every Star Wars toy known to man, and he asked HGTV wow. to help organize all his toys because they're literally... 
boxes to his ceilings of Star Wars toys. That might have been him. That might have been him. Absolutely. HGTV just sends his mom over and goes, clean up your damn toys. (laughs) No, but this this was the Alex P. Keaton of kids. He was serious. I mean, he always wore, he basically dressed like me, but in 1980, yada da da, at like 11 years old. (laughs) He dresses like me now, you know. In Burlington, Washington? In Burlington, Washington, yeah. Must have gotten beaten up a lot. I don't know. We never beat him up. He was a cool guy. He had all the Star Wars stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So we went over to play with his Star Wars stuff. Well, apparently in Burlington, you get beat up by Sasquatch, but that's a whole other story. Oh, yeah. Did we ever get that on the podcast? Oh, you certainly did. And I can tell you, I'm your only fan. (laughs) (laughs) You are my only fan. I remember hearing the story. Well, Brandon's at home, like transcribing all of this into a notebook. Oh no, no, no! We listen to this. Podcast he's got a scrapbook with our night. faces. You listen to the podcast at night? Yeah, like sometimes he's like, "Do you want to watch Chopped or do you want to listen to a podcast?" And I'm like, "I don't fucking care." Or if you, uh, um, I actually subscribe, and I'll give you my key and everything. Um, if you want to watch Harmontown, I, he record. They re- actually videotape all their podcasts professionally, yeah. and I've I have I bought like six months for like twenty five bucks. Wow. all their podcasts and you can just watch them and they're great because I've noticed like uh, compared to at least Mike I don't know about this gentleman he listens to some of the podcasts that Mike listens to and vice versa but uh, most of the podcasts I really love are in front of audiences I've heard a lot of yeah. good things about mm-hmm. Harmontown Harmontown is fucking genius it's fucking hilarious plus they're playing Shadowrun right now which I've been wanting to buy the Shadowrun book for uh, like months and months and months, probably a couple of years now, mm-hmm. because a friend of mine, Nick, who I game with, you might might know Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know Nick. Um, he actually had Shadowrun. He was like, "I'm going to run a Shadowrun game." I'm like, "Sign me up! I'm going to play fucking Shadowrun because I loved it when I was a kid." <laughs> and then he turned around and beat you up for it. <laughs> yeah, probably he could. It's all, it's fine. Nerd. It's fine. Um, but I love Shadowrun, and and it's it's eerie how close. And I'm not like saying I'm like Dan Harmon at all. Um, I'm certainly not quite as big, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to be less. Um, but Dan Harmon is basically a week older than me, I think. I mean, one week. He's born in 1973. We have a lot of the same interest, a lot of the same, even f- like he was talking about sexual fetishes. I'm like, oh, man, that's me too. <laughs> and, and maybe it's our generation of geeky dudes that has that. I don't know. But D- Does he have strangers walking up to him and asking him if he wants to buy heroin, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Perhaps. We don't know. We don't know. He's also the creator of Community, which is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And Community's fucking awesome. Yes, I love Community. Have you watched the new episodes? I haven't watched the new episode. Don't spoil it. It's fucking awesome. It's just boom. It just continues. Another another but, artistic endeavor that I've heard a lot about. Well, but right now they, they were playing D and D. If you start from kind of the beginning, like like a year ago, they were playing D and D. It's fucking hilarious. They basically drink vodka the whole time. They're on stage <laughs> and they just get messed up. Um, Jeff Davis is there. He's the comp troller. Dan Harmon is the mayor of Harmontown, and everyone's going to the moon with him. So it's, they're going to start a whole new community on the moon, and it's it's Harmontown. It's going to be on the moon, and it's it's going to be a good time. But it, it it's just eerie the kind of weird things he says, and I'm like, God, that's how I was. And then all of a sudden, he comes up with Shadowrun. I'm like, seriously, you played Shadowrun too? Only people in Northwest played Shadowrun because it's very Seattle centric. It was yeah. such oh, yeah. a Seattle centric game. It always yeah. was, and especially back in the '80s. But he apparently it was big enough for him to play it. I'm like. You're from like Chicago or someplace yeah, like that. Yeah, wh- what what's up with that? Is, is it the geography? Because 
Shadowrun isn't the only uh, science fiction based role playing game. No, but around that time period, biggest. that was ba- oh yeah. But um, what was another one back in the day? Uh, Gamma World, Spelljammer. Remember that one? We, oh, that was D and D's answer to yeah. it. But, Spelljammer. Now, now I don't remember Spelljammer. I, I played don't. a little bit of it, and uh, it, essentially what it was is like D and D but in space. So you had like regular ships. Okay. D&D ships, but they had a spell bubble around them so you could travel through space. I'm picturing Gandalf yeah. driving the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they kind drew, of, yeah. That's, that's a great fan fiction right there. They, they, yeah, there you they drew like uh, concepts from a lot of like ancient philosophers, like um, uh, the Crystal Spheres. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's obviously a... Um, uh, I'm trying to remember the philosopher. We're going full uh, geek on this podcast because Mike's not here. <laughs> astronomer, but it, like way back in the day, like, you know... Galileo, pre-Galileo times. Mm-hmm. Now I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I'm going to have to look this up. But they actually drew elements from different, well, you know, archaic theorists, astronomical bodies. And, yeah. Uh, but um, where was I going with this? I uh, think we originally started at Shadowrun. But. Yeah, Sh- Shadowrun. Also, Gamma World was the one that I was thinking of. Gamma World was also... I know that. And that one was like... No, that was uh, that was fucked up. Post... Right. Um, that was... That was post nuclear apocalypse, I think. There was right. mutants. In oh it. yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was like this magical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like a magical apocalypse <laughs> that was part of it, or some. Um, yeah, it was just great like, uh, white stallions and laser guns and Viking. Yeah, <laughs> the Viking. Fuck yeah, laser guns and Vikings. <laughs> you can't go wrong. Seventh edition was just released in 2010. Yeah. Yeah, no, they just re-released Gamma World. Yeah, 2010, and it was an utter failure for them. I know I've played this, but I probably because it was fourth edition. But I actually don't remember where I played it. I remember vaguely somebody in the Spelljammer was one of my one of the things that was fucking hilarious. Spelljammer. Spelljammer. (laughs) What are you jamming? I have no fucking clue. (laughs) You're 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 jamming something, and it's it's in space. It sounds painful. You're jamming something into space. It just. Do do you guys ever play GURPS? Oh, one of my favorites, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got all yeah. the GURPS books what? back in the day, but no one would ever play it. Everyone was like, oh, what's fucking GURPS? They all wanted to play D&D, mostly second edition. <laughs> we have a question from the audience. The room wants to know what GURPS is. Uh, generic, generic, wait, Something generic uh, universal uh, role-playing system. Okay. Mm. That's generic. <laughs> yeah, but you could do almost anything, and it had some wonderful. It was a horribly broken system, but yeah. and it was uh, Steve Jackson Games, who comes out with Munchkin and all that mm. stuff. Um, but it had some great concepts. One of my favorite concepts is oh, I can't remember the. It was, basically, they they formulated feats before like even third edition had feats. They had feats huh. that you would you would garner to kind of tweak your character into something kind of unique. And one of them, I can't remember the exact name of it, it was just like weird shit just happens to you. Like the only talking dog in the universe just talks to you. No one else. <laughs> that kind of weird shit. And, and oh, that's because we're friends. Yeah, yeah. We're just buddies. We're homies. But, you know, and no one believes the dog talks to you, but the only talking dog comes to you. And, you know, and like the, the weirdest shit, like you're the only one that can see the dead guy you know and (laughs) you know it's just the weirdest thing and they had all kinds of little rules like that (laughs) they were just the coolest thing and i thought it was great because not only i I actually ran a campaign with through gurps that started out in fantasy and then they would they came to this world and then they went to like a different world and you could just skip worlds around and go future and back and forth and because they had rules for everything 
Yeah. And it was very cool. It's interesting. I, I recently was going through some of the stuff in our garage, and I found um, the player's guide for Call of Cthulhu. Oh, oh nice. yeah. Really? Yeah. I remember that. that oh, I still yeah. I have I've, it out in the actually, garage. Actually, I never played it. Yeah? I never played it. I in actually fact, was scared. I was scared off from playing it because somebody told me once, basically, it's a, it's always a dead end because your character ends up going always insane. Always goes insane. <laughs> yeah. yep. No, it's, it's true. In every iteration of the game, too, there's been many different iterations where they converted it to uh, the D20 system. Yeah. They converted yeah. it to... Um, uh, the um, oh boy, there's um, one that uh, came after that. Um, it's it's escaping me, but in any case, yeah, every single iteration of the game, yeah, you pretty much have a sanity score, and it's just a matter of time. <laughs> we actually just kickstarted a Cthulhu card game coming out here soon. Oh yeah, yeah, it's called the Rise of Cthulhu. It's nice. a two-player game, and you have to somehow take over the world that uh, Cthulhu resides in. Yeah, and oh god. I- yeah, it's it, basically like a quick two-player game. You get these different areas, and you have to like gain. Yeah, there are um, different cults, and yeah, it's, cult it, it, but it's a pretty quick game. It's not like yeah. it, you know, high, low, red, black, or anything. But oh. <laughs> that, that one can go on forever. I have a or at least it feels like it. <laughs> I have a Pavlovian response to that phrase. I just like <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I want to just go curl up and sleep. <laughs> What's that? What was over your Whatever's head? Whatever's making you cringe. It's, oh, the high, low, red, black. Have it's you ever a drinking heard of this? game. <laughs> a drinking game. You will play it someday. It's will very I? Soon. Is that a promise? Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a. It's a. It's brutal. That's the word that comes to mind when I think of that game. It's a it is. Game. It is. There's drinking games that are kind of cute and fun, like. Every time R2D2 beeps in the Star Wars movies, we're gonna drink. Okay. Every time somebody says the Force. In the Star Wars movies, we're going to drink. Star Wars this it, this game is all about making you get to the point where you black out and puke yeah. all over yourself. Oh, it's that'd it's be like, fun to see. and I'm pointing at Jeff right now because he's the biggest proponent of this game. It's, that it's, I have it's, ever it's, it's elegant in its simplicity, but it is just it's horrible. It's like man. okay, every time someone drinks. Everyone else, take a drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, it's not quite like that. I mean, no, it's, it's, well, you, it's true. You have a, a deck of regular cards, just playing cards. Yeah. And uh, say, I have the playing cards. I'm the dealer. Yeah. And it's your turn. I put the first card down. You have to say the next card is either going to be higher, lower, red, or black. Oh. And boom, mm. and boom. And you can, if, once you get to three cards, you can pass it along to the next person. But if you fuck up and it's 15 cards down, you have to take 15 drinks. Dude, I'm in. <laughs> I can do this. Bring it. Girl's got the right instincts. <laughs> or the wrong ones. Uh, She's 25. She'll drink us all. I'll drink you under the table. Oh, no kidding. Fuck yeah, you. that's right. Yeah. 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 No, no. Seriously, we split a bottle of whiskey. I'm yeah. perky and happy the next day. He's, well. Ash dragon motherfucker. <laughs> Ash dragon? He all but turns, like tur- he turns into that an Eastern a- European guy named Ash dragon. That was another. As dragon. That was another role playing system. As dragon. As dragon. As dragon. From Eastern Europe, we play it there. We don't use dice. We just stomp on each other. <laughs> One, two, three, like horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible human being. I apologize. You know, honestly, so when you said one, two, three in that accent, I had to resist saying ah, 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 
because this fool here <laughs> takes every advantage of being the count. <laughs> Who doesn't? I knew that at work. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I won two, three. Ah, ha, 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 jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> he was my favorite. What? Yeah, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, I like the garbage guy. The garbage guy was good. Oscar Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch. Mm. He was a fucking dick. <laughs> what an asshole neighbor. Like you're in my fucking garbage can. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> now, did did any of you guys uh, ever see the Chappelle show? Oh yeah, yeah. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I loved his uh, his uh, his play on the um, on Sesame Street when he what had. It? Did, did you guys see that? No. Uh, okay, so he it wasn't like Oscar the Grouch, a big stoner. Uh, yeah, and uh. and every all the other uh, Muppets in that uh, skit were all STDs. Like there, there was herpes, and he had an Elvis Presley uh, accent, Aww, <laughs> and there were the Elvis. crabs, and there was gonorrhea, <laughs> <laughs> and there's this poor kid that's like having this conversation with Oscar the Grouch, yeah. I think. But when he came out of the garbage can, he had a hypodermic needle, needle sticking out of his oh, head. I don't think I saw that episode. And I think I'd be traumatized after that. <laughs> my childhood has been destroyed. And, uh, and, hey, that's something we have in common. Yeah, so each, each one of the Muppets sang a song, and the only line that I can remember, like 15 years later, yeah. it has been like 15 years since that show was on, was... Uh, the with, Chappelle show? Yeah, it seems like. No, 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 no. Can't no? be. Yeah, I think the last time it was on was like 2008. Oh, yeah. was it? Okay. It was definitely in college when it got canceled and he went off to Africa. Are you really going to Google check us? Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I make shit up on a daily show. Remote. first episode was 2003. But what was the last episode? Oh, wow. That's um, what we're talking about. Well, it was only two seasons long. Two and a half really? seasons long. Wow. Good job on reruns. Holy crap, that stuff was well, forever. Uh, good job on the three like, seasons, so two thousand six. Two thousand yeah, oh three to oh six. No way, because wow. I spoke when I was in high school. But anyway, Oscar the Grouch sang a she's song. She's fired, and by the, the way. And the only line that I can <laughs> luckily she's from an intern and she's working for beer. Was, <laughs> I beat my dick like it owes me money. Nice. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. So that was the impression it left on me. Nice, nice. <laughs> the biggest thing that Chappelle did that I loved was uh, Half Baked. Yeah, that fucking movie rocks Half-baked. my fucking world. I love really? that fucking movie. I don't know. I think you don't watch movies, so shut the fuck up. I know. Think of that maybe on my I haven't seen list. So Rick's not a cinephile. No. <gasps> Ooh, Get yeah. Out. Have you not seen my giant list of movies that I missed since 1984? I refuse to look at it because it makes me sad every time I see that you have a giant list. Uh, you have a vagina list. Well, listen. <laughs> That's what I heard. I don't know about you. You have a vagina list? Giant I do. List. Is it like the vagina monologues? Because that would be interesting and kind of a different take on it. Let so, me go down so my saying. list. Number one. Lubrication. <laughs> no, no. Number two. Cycle. I was thinking Dr. Ruth, number one. Oh. She's the number one vagina on my list. <laughs> we'll move on from there. I think Nancy Reagan would be next. Oh, no. We're starting with Stop old school. <laughs> um, uh, probably, perhaps... Barbara uh, Bush? No, 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 no. That's way too... 
that's way too conservative for uh, any vagina should be. But uh, vaginas you know. are not conservative because I, I it, it, when you consider what but didn't you just say Nancy if you consider Reagan? vaginas for what they are, they are not conservative. Vaginas are naturally not conservative. Okay, cocks are conservative. Cocks are tyrannical. What? No, they're just very conservative. I think they're fascist. Yeah, they're fascist. They're flashist. My, my cock is fascist. <laughs> it's a tyrant. Okay, it's a tyrant. I appreciate that. I don't know. Gives me what I want. How many squares does it take up? <laughs> Speaking of D and D. Oh God. Ten. Squares. That was Jeff's versions of a mic drop. <laughs> I saw it. He did it. He dropped it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I have to hold my mic because I was a douchebag and didn't bring my. What was it? Oh, in. so the Chappelle show only ran for what two and a half, two and a half seasons, two seasons, two seasons, and then he was part way through the third. Had some falling out uh, yeah. over. Contract he was just a delicate fucking flower, and he was like, "I can't take it anymore," <gasps> and then just took off to fucking Africa. Yeah. yeah. And then they went, "You think you're African? Get the fuck out." That's so, pre- what's amazing about that is that that show has had a lot of. Impact. I mean, Absolutely. people still quote Absolutely. it. Oh yeah, people still refer to it. I mean, it's amazing that it only ran. I would have guessed it ran a lot longer. Yeah, than Rick, Rick, Rick James, of, bitch. It was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like a cultural it was huge. He was just yeah. on but, a talk show recently about uh, his departure from the Chappelle Show. Like, God, within the last seven months. Yeah, yeah. But, I wish I could remember if he said anything valuable or not. Though. Well, what what I what I got basically <laughs> was that uh, he yeah. uh, they were in contact. Contract negotiations as far as uh, how much control uh, production had over his content. And they basically said, we'll pay you more money, but we, we, we want more control over what you include in your skits. Oh. And uh, he said, no, I don't really like that. But, and they basically said, uh, we weren't asking, we were telling. And he oh, said, no. oh, yeah? Okay. Well, uh, we'll stop filming right now. Oh. <laughs> and he walked away from it. Man, I bet he lost some fucking. I'm sure there was a court oh. battle. And oh, you can be that. certain that there was, I mean, you know, Africa, contractual like obligations yeah. that. Yeah, uh, he's in Africa. Can't fucking find him. <laughs> well, I, I don't think that that mattered. Oh, like please, a that lot. motherfucker would stick out like a, a sore thumb in Africa. <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah, he would. He's the only American over there. He's the only one going. Hey, why do? Why do everyone else is like? Who the fuck is this guy? Why do so many TV networks do that when they know... They've seen so much evidence at this point that when you give up control to the creative you know, the creative people, to the, to the writers, directors, whatever... It's run by douchebags. Yeah, I know. But there's so many examples at this point of like when you give, up, when you give them the freedom, <laughs> they create amazing stuff that is incredibly popular. That's Still true, but that's bags. not necessarily the most lucrative. I believe They're thinking from yeah. a... a on a, from a business perspective, bean right? Counters. That's uh, really one of the things that uh, just listening to Harmontown, yeah. how how the bean counters really take over. And, uh-huh. and when you say bean counters, I mean you're talking the people that run Hollywood are not even producers necessarily anymore; they're accountants. Yeah, especially yeah. when it comes to movies. Movies, 
if they don't make money, if they're not guaranteed to make money, they will not get made. Yeah. yeah, they're not interested in making the best movie. They're interested in making a movie where they can put the least amount of money in and get the most amount, amount of money, money out. out. Exactly. That's why we support indie films. Yay! Yeah. Why, well, indie films are yeah, great no and wonderful, but I still, I still really believe in the Hollywood I grew up with, which was big budget movies. There really wasn't a lot of indie films back in the 80s. There was foreign films, but there was no indie films. Back in the 80s. I and, mean, there really wasn't. Yeah. You had Indiana Jones. You yeah. had Star Wars. Yeah. You had yeah. E.T. You had... Yeah. you had the, And these are all incredibly big and, budget films. Yeah, and, and that's what was being consumed. People mm-hmm. loved it. And Absolutely. And it, it filled the seats. But uh, nowadays... Uh, it all you know, turned mo- around in the 90s. Mo- but, a, a lot of movies that yeah. uh, could be made that are very good... Uh, People are more inclined to, oh, I'll just wait until I can download it. And so you end up with uh, people like Michael Bay yeah. that rather than being where he ought to be, which is underneath a bridge panhandling for money, he's making <laughs> massive amounts of money because people are willing to actually pay to see it in the theaters because they get to see the bigger explosions. I, I understand, and, and I, I'm not a huge fan of Michael Bay, and I'm, I'm, I, but to be the devil's advocate, Michael Bay is the perfect AD. He's the perfect AD. Uh, the, Thank you. Thank you. Jeffrey's going to spill another Jeffrey's beer, which was completely empty. Yeah. Somebody should fill it for Jeff. But he's the perfect uh, AD. He's the perfect assistant director. And you know what the assistant director does? Yeah. He goes and films all the action scenes. Yeah. That's what he does. He he films the tedious fucking, okay, A, B, and C have to be in order. Okay, is A, B, and C in order? Is everything safe? Now we can film the scene. Right. He's the guy that does that. Mm-hmm. The director is the one that actually goes and films all the, the actual meat of the movie. What the fuck is that? Is this, <laughs> is this a logger? Is this Jeff, the Pilsner. I, I know Pilsner. how much you don't like Pilsners. But I figure we'd go from light to dark. That's the second time you've looked at me this way tonight. It must be love. You're like an employee. <laughs> One that's about to be written up. Yeah, there's some paperwork going to be filled out about so this. So what, uh, what is... Uh, since but in, in, I'm sorry, I was in my defense of Michael Bay. Okay, He'd be ahead. a great AD. He'd be a great assistant director or a second unit director or yeah, one of those. Uh, but... As far as actually directing a movie or even writing a fucking movie, he should stop right now. <laughs> so, that's just my defense of Michael Bay. I've enjoyed... You know what's funny? is All that- of his films. I've watched all the Transformer films. Yeah. Or the giant robot bug films. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, or, or I jerk off to the military films. Um, however you want to... Whatever you want to call them. He like loves the fucking military. Class. It's so funny that the the like every Transformer film ends up being a military film. Yeah. Did anyone ever watch them? Because they all end up being military films. Yeah. It's so funny in the I think the second one because I don't think I've seen the last one. I don't know if the last one was the third or fourth one. Uh, but three. I saw one that the second one maybe, and it was all military guys. There was no Transformers in the fucking movie until like the last twenty minutes. It was like watching Blomkamp or whatever the fuck the guy's name is. Yeah. In in like District Nine, shit film, shit film, shit film, good film, last twenty minutes. <laughs> it was all fucking robots and aliens and good shit. But the rest of the film was like, Yeah, we got it in the first ten minutes. We know what the film's about. It's about apartheid. We're done. Can we move on with the fucking movie? 
So, Michael Bay, did he do the... Michael uh, Bay's kind of the same way. Did he do Independence Day? Is that him? No. Or am I thinking oh, of someone no. else? No. Brookheimer. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, it was not, Brookheimer. No, no, I said Michael Bay's not. If he touches yeah. Independence Day, no, I, I'm going to th- cry. I, I think it was Brookheimer. Yeah. Are, you, are you waiting the tree for with uh, a lightning uh, bolt that hits ID2? I like am. That oh. was my favorite oh. movie when I was a kid. What's, what yeah, for, what was you were still Day? a kid. Uh-huh. That was a Jerry Bruckheimer film? Yep. I believe so, yeah. No, it can't. Yeah. I think so. It can't. Look at that shit up. Google it. We're Googling. I got bings on my shit. So I'm going to look up uh, the bings. Speaking of Pavlovian responses, you know, when the uh, the, the long list of movies that I have that that uh, that I've had to watch over the whatever the last year. The Jerry Bruckheimer films are the ones when I see that logo at the beginning of a movie, I'm like, oh God. Yeah. Get ready ready for a shit ride. Because the ride is gonna be fun. It's gonna but be. It's gonna be shallow as fuck. Um, it's like the guy could direct gay porn and make it fucking exciting. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's shallow as fuck. But guess what? It's fun. It's always about the uh, the underdog. I'm gonna look it up. Who's really good at one thing? Yeah. And he's but he's got emotional issues with uh, doing that thing because I don't know. No, he's his, nine times out of ten. It's yeah. he has commitment issues. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because look at ID four or ID four, whatever yeah. the fuck it's called, Independence yeah. Day or any of those. Yeah, any of those. You look at those, and it's always the main character always has a kid Roland and like an ex wife. But a current girlfriend <laughs> that has conflicting issues with marrying him. You know, it, right. it, it's always the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. What? What? Well, uh, it's, it wasn't Jerry Bruckheimer. Jerry Bruckheimer. Was it Roland uh, or Ro- yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Emmer, Emmerich? Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Roland yeah. Emmerich. What, what, what Bree said. Yeah. Um, no, I, uh, it was uh, Jerry Bruckheimer did uh, Armageddon. Yeah, so pretty much the same shit. Oh, yeah, I hated that fucking movie. Man, that was like one more on top of the... Uh, that movie, to me, was yeah. a giant cartoon. If it was a cartoon, it would be so much fucking better. Guys, I'm going to have to admit something. Yeah. I made a terrible mistake with this beer. <laughs> yes, you did. You did. <laughs> it's a... I, I didn't look it up until just now. It's the... Um, Pivo, Pivo, Pills, Pivo, Pills. It's... What's what they call a hoppy pilsner? Who makes and this? Who makes this? It's Firestone, Firestone Walker, and generally, oh. I've been pretty. I mean, these are the same people that made uh, uh, Velvet Merkin yeah. and uh, the Wookie Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, absolutely, the, I've liked most of their beers. Quality beers. Be this is not one of them. Nope. I don't like it. Nope. I'm not crazy do, about it. Do, I'm going to say I actually nope. though. What's amazing about this, though, is that for, I mean, I usually hate... For a Pilsner, this is very drinkable. It's not, it's not like, completely horrible. (gasps) (laughs) Jeff, did you have a question? (laughs) Yeah, I'm raising my head. I apologize. (laughs) This would make a great michelada. Okay, there you go. Yeah, it would make a fucking good. I would give this a two on a scale of one to five. Michelada, if you go to Mexico, and it's it's a little bit different no matter where you go in Mexico. If you order a Michelada, it's basically a lager or pilsner. Yeah. And what they do is they put a shit ton of lime in it, ice, um, usually some sort of hot sauce or Worcestershire sauce or Maggie or something in it. So there's lots of sauce. And and lime and salt and usually the rim is salted, yeah. not all the time. Depends on where you go, and it's fucking the most refreshing shit on a really fucking hot, sweaty day. You just drink the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. So basically, this is a good mixer. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is probably a better mixer than like 
Modelo or one of those Mexican beers. That's all. Yeah, I was I was thinking I could probably uh, cook a rock in it. Yeah, this is this is a good cooking beer <laughs> or a porch beer, which is cooking beer. <laughs> porch beer is cooking beer. Well, here's the, the thing: is I've I went through, like I've said many many times on this podcast, I went through the first thirty five years of my life mm-hmm. thinking I hated beer because of. Because of Pilsner's Until he met this guy. So, <laughs> so, uh, Rick. But this isn't, I mean, this isn't, I wouldn't put this on my favorite list, but it's not, it's not undrinkable. Usually when I, when I taste a Pilsner or a lager, I'm, I'm like immediately, I set it back down. I'm not having another sip of that. But okay. this is, this is okay. I'd give it about a two on the scale, on the one to five scale on, on untapped. So. This is the kind of beer where you, that you use to cleanse your palate. <laughs> or your pipe, or or uh, as they say in many other places, this is a uh, uh, love in a canoe beer. Yeah, <laughs> fucking, fucking near water. water. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was going to ask uh, as far as porch beer, what um, what what's the policy on pouring it off the porch? <laughs> <laughs> I believe the sink will do just fine for you, sir. <laughs> That's fair. I've been wanting to try this. You're welcome to go out and do that if you want. It's not necessary. Mm. (laughs) So did we want to uh, talk about the movie, even though Brandon apparently didn't didn't know we were doing a movie? (laughs) Hey, that's fine. Uh, I think we should because I've neglected to watch this movie for weeks, and I feel guilty, and we should probably talk about it. French French New Wave? (laughs) No, heavily, heavily, a while heavily back. influenced by French New Wave. Yeah, uh, uh, Mr. So, Moss, he was horribly influenced by French New Wave. Every the way the way he filmed it, the way he directed it, was very New Wave. Yeah. Oh, uh, the, the title of the movie is Submarine, mm-hmm. uh, directed by directed and written apparently. I didn't I didn't know that until mm-hmm. I learned that today um, by Richard. Iota, mm-hmm. is that how you pronounce his name? Um, who is Moss on IT? I, IT crowd, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, just IT. Yeah, that's they've shortened it to that. But um, yeah, it was written and directed. It's based on a novel by uh, uh, Joe uh, Dunthorne. Okay, yeah. Um, Oliver Tate is not a real person. I just want to point that out to you right now, just in case you you were wondering. Submarine from 2010, starring Craig Roberts as Oliver Tate, uh, Yasmin Page as Jordana Belvin, who is brilliant. Uh, the acting in this movie was really good. But yeah. Noah Taylor as Lloyd Tate, the father. Uh, Sally Hawkins, which I've seen in a bunch of stuff, and she's really good. Jill Tate, the mother. And Patty Constantine as the neighbor Graham Purvis. Which I love. The, the name was was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, go right. I got you. Um, I don't have too much to say about this movie. I mean, I, I really enjoyed the story. I, I like the. Uh, I think I mentioned to you earlier that I, I like the uh, the Carl Jung references to it. Mm-hmm. You know the the idea that the there was there yeah, was about the uh, you know one of Jung's ideas is that the the. Uh, collective unconscious is like an ocean mm-hmm. and once i realized what he was talking about when he when he had the little thing where he talked about the invention of sonar yeah you know and then i thought wow that's interesting and then he you relate it back to what young said about the ocean being like the collective unconscious yeah. that's like um the idea that people are trying to like you know reach each other with it's been sonar. a while since i read any of that oh yeah I, it's been a while since i read young so. yeah but i just thought it was really uh, cool. the, blah, blah, blah. the movie was kind of like a poem 
Mm-hmm. You know, it, oh, it took this big idea, like the collective mm-hmm. unconscious, and turned it into like this this uh, sort of analogy. Yes, for no. I almost relate it to uh, what was that novel? Who was the fucking German novelist? Um, Hitler. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't German. <laughs> he, Asshole. He, I, I think he had a bestseller. <laughs> he did. It was really good. I liked it. <laughs> he wrote. God damn it, I can't remember. Uh, Damien, I think was the name of the novel, or that was the main character. Uh, are we talking about The Omen? No, man, shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> Mr. I'm well read. Bite my ass. Um, but it really reminded me a lot of that, kind of that, that bully character who who eventually isn't really a bully. He's just using it to become something else or yeah. to do something else. Yeah. It, it, it reminded me that a little bit. Damien right. Wikipedia, German author. Yes, Herman Hess. Oh, Herman okay, Hess, right, Damien. Right. Did the, uh... Which is a fucking great novel. I, I mm-hmm. read it too many years ago and then tried to read it again and didn't quite make it there because uh, I'm a terrible fucking reader. <laughs> um, but uh, I haven't been a good reader since 1990. And uh, Siddhartha? Yeah, he wrote Siddhartha, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, he also did the, uh, what was the one about the uh, Steppenwolf? Yeah, yeah, yeah Steppenwolf yeah, yeah, yeah. was okay. one of the ones yeah. he wrote. Wow, he I was never part of Steppenwolf? <laughs> yeah. He was part of Steppenwolf? <laughs> Man, this guy I want to take a magic carpet ride with him. <laughs> um, but I, I understand the Jungian theories you're coming up with. I, I honestly think you're, I think you're reading a little too much into the film. No, I'm not. I, I think you are. If you watch that movie from the point where the kid mentions the sonar, you know, he, which is, he, near, he's, which he's is obs- near the beginning. He's obsessed with the invention of sonar. And you think about what you think about what <laughs> you think of Mike You have to read to, that. Mike is trying to call me. That's what that is. That was Mike? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you're with your wife. Go fuck her. <laughs> And stop fucking with us. But no, you think or, about the the or young. Put him on. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, just answer the phone. Answer the phone next time and just put it up against the mic. Do you want me to call him back? No, fuck him. No, I'm, I'm calling him back. I'm calling him back. Double Here we go. I'm calling him back, everybody. I'm putting him on. We we forgot the mic stand though. Hey Rex. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. What are you guys doing? Uh, we're about in an hour and a half into the uh, podcast. Oh, well, actually, about Not an it. hour. An hour into the podcast, boy! Yeah. I wish I was there. And I'm holding you up to the mic, so you're you're being recorded right now. Oh, sweet! Yeah, I'm just you know, in spirit, I'm joining you because I'm down here just getting shit faced. <laughs> right on. Where are you guys? Where are you guys at? Where are you? Uh, we're in Portland right now, drinking uh, Good Life Sweet App and the shoots fresh squeezed. Ah, well, right on. We had we had uh, Hop Hinge tonight. Hop Hinge. Yeah. Well, Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> did, we, did we have movie discussion already? We're, we're, we're right in the middle of it. You're right in perfect it. timing, sir. Yeah. I I just wanted to say I just wanted to chime in, you know, for the podcast, let everybody know that I enjoyed the movie despite what these guys say. <laughs> <laughs> and I think well, if anybody watched it, they they would like it too. Yeah. I I enjoyed the movie. I don't think we were uh, we didn't in, not enjoy the movie. I think uh, we were just discussing whether or not the uh, I don't know what the uh, we were discussing the, uh, the uh, Jungian facts about the film and how much you can read into it with uh, mm-hmm. the the well. I think you brought it up perfectly. The kind of that 
Jungian uh, uh, common consciousness. I can't remember what it's called. Super conscious. Yeah. Yeah. Collective unconscious. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to listen to that podcast and then just kind of check it out and uh, and listen to what you guys have to say about the movie. How's Brandon holding up? Uh, he's passed out already. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> did you drink him under the table yet? The poor guy. Nah, he appears to still be away. But I okay, may need well, a blankie. Give him another beer. <laughs> he he brought a second string, so. <laughs> well, uh, I'll, I'll let you guys go so I don't hijack the podcast for too long, but you know, I feel like i got to have my voice on there at least yeah. a little bit. Well, we're, we uh, like we said earlier, we're kind of missing your, uh, your nudity. My nudity? <laughs> um, yeah, well... I can send you some fake, some photos if you like. Why don't I do that? You know what? You know what? Instagram is perfect for those. Go right ahead. Yeah, that'd be I'll, great. I'll, I'll just excuse myself and I'll I'll send you guys some new photos. Perfect, perfect, sir. We miss yes. you and we love you. I miss you guys too. I'll talk to you next week. Maybe right. we uh, record on Monday if I bring back some beer or Tuesday. Yeah, okay. But Tuesday would be perfect. You can bring back some beer. We can hang out right here at uh, Rick's house. I'm nominating it. You notice every time Mike's missing from a podcast, he calls in like he has to be. I know. He's he's <laughs> he's the red-headed stepchild who's like, look at me, pay attention to me. That's <laughs> well, a little bit better than being bitter about not being on the episode at all. Yeah. Or, or an alternative explanation. He's dedicated. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let you guys go. Okay. All right, later. man. Bye we'll bye. talk to you later, baby. See ya. Right. Bye. <laughs> it's so funny because when I'm not on the podcast, half the time I can't even finish the fucking podcast. What do you mean? <laughs> Maybe that's my own ego. It's just like it's not as entertaining without me. Actually, that's not true. The one with you and him, Yeah. I listened to the whole thing. It was really good. It was really oh, interesting. Though. It was the one with him and Miller. Yeah. Slog fest. Oh, oh no, that was <laughs> the solid car talk gold. fucking episode. I that was solid it. gold. Fucking I boring, boring. I, I hung on every word of that. I loved every it. single time Mike said soulless car, I <laughs> I almost touch myself. It's like a drinking game. You have to drink every time he says soulless. Al- almost no. <laughs> I'd be perfect for that <laughs> podcast. We're gonna make that podcast a drinking game, and yeah. all of us are gonna play it. Yeah. <laughs> every time Mike says soulless. Car, and as soon as Mike, literally Mike, says soulless car, we're gonna say, we're gonna drink. I love that whole thing, that whole that whole thing of the, especially when they started taking digs at my my taste in cars. I was like, all right, bring it on. I don't the most shit. boring fucking. Okay. No, I loved it. I okay, I'll admit it because I... it was about you. It wasn't about me at all. It's, again, it's my ego. I'll, I'll admit it. I, I actually did touch myself. It's fine. You can touch yourself all you want, sir. So I don't think a, a real discussion of submarine is actually going to happen <laughs> now that we've been interrupted. Uh, perhaps. I mean, I, I really enjoyed I, the movie, and you're right. I, I think we should talk about it in another podcast, probably the yeah. next one. Maybe we can combine it with R100. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, it was n- very nostalgic for me. I, I really, I just, I just want to say, I really like the fact that um, that there, Oops. you know, all the. <laughs> All the references to the ocean and to the water. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you if you read any young or you know you you look at some of that literature, it, it's all about the unconscious or dreams. I like that scene where he's and, floating away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and from the scene in the movie mm-hmm. where he talks about the invention of sonar, mm-hmm. and it, there's a reference to water in every single scene after that. 
every mm-hmm. single scene there's a, there's some reference to water in it absolutely and it's it's all about the unconscious and i just you know for for me i was thinking you know it's it's kind of a um Yes, I turned this mat over because it was too dirty on the other That's side. That's fine. We do that all the time. <laughs> okay, but I just like the idea that it was it was kind of like a poem. It was like um, you know, in in your daily life, trying to to connect with people, and the idea that you even in the unconscious realm, you know, when he when he talks about his fascination with the invention of sonar, it becomes kind of like a. Um, it's hard to put it into words. You just have to kind of watch the movie. But, but you're the you, word guy. I know, I know, I know. You're I know. the word guy. Your words with friends. <laughs> fucking come up with it. I'm the dumb drunk that fucking makes shit up. Like I, I, think, I think the sad. I think why the movie seems kind of sad is because he realizes even on the unconscious level with the sonar. You know, even if you if you if you, had you mean sonar. the movie is sad. The movie actually has a very good ending. I think it's. Intrinsical but I, I to the, he, the, the fucking film where he learns something about himself, about yeah. relationships, and about... The, <laughs> what the fuck is that? This is the Ivan. Yeah, which is oh. not filled up all the way. Ooh, it's true. Worst. You must have blown the... How about... Never mind, you just opened it. Oh, shit, we're going to get our asses kicked. All yeah, right, I know. anyway. Uh, my point was... Yeah. The end of the movie is actually quite touching. It's beautiful because yeah, it's a great when they're both standing in the ocean and she has the galoshes on and yeah. he doesn't, mm-hmm. she's obviously more prepared for mm-hmm. the life coming than he is, but he's willing to jump into the life with her. And yeah. that is relationships on a whole. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how ready you are, you jump into it because you love that person. Right. And... And that that's something I thought was beautiful and that I have learned from those relationships when I was 15 until now is that you're constantly learning. You're constantly making decisions based on previous relationships but also this relationship. Right. And you're, you learn. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And for me, it was, yes, romantic and nostalgic and it yeah. was what it was. Yeah. Like I said, I think the po- the movie was kind of like a poem. Mm-hmm. You know, it had a lot of poetic qualities to it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff just had a mini orgasm drinking whatever he was. Oh, was, there was nothing mini about it. I <laughs> have to wash my pants when I get home, and I mean pants in the English term. Oh, okay, yeah, it's a voluptuous, full-bodied beer right there. <laughs> got, what is that that you just poured? Terrible Ivan. Oh, that's right. The, yeah. Ivan the Terrible Imperial Stout. It's terrible. <laughs> it's so terrible. None of you should that, drink it. I think we Only had that I stuff on Black it. Friday. Didn't we have a bottle uh, yeah. of that? Yes, we did. So, we did. Yeah. Uh, Mike brought, I believe, three small bottles. Yeah. He also brought those to the Halloween party. Yeah. I remember I bought that. A very, I bought one of these bottles. Yeah. I think it's actually the bottle I bought is seven fifty, but. Mm-hmm. Of the terrible Ivan, it was like fifteen or sixteen bucks. This guy spent the same amount on a growler. <laughs> not quite sure how that works, regardless of whether or not he filled it up. Oh, I've way. taken advantage of that guy too. <laughs> the, the guy that was like, "I don't know, it's a growler. We're going to charge this much or whatever it was." I bought. I remember I bought like a thirty dollar bottle of wine yeah. for like twelve dollars <laughs> because she was like, "No, nah, it's just one of those wines." I'm like. 
I'm going to charge. I'm like, I don't know how much it was. There was nothing there. And she went and checked. Oh, there was nothing there. Hmm. And as she came back, well, I'm just going to charge you what was next to it. And what was next to it was like twelve ninety nine. Like yeah, thirty dollar bottle of wine. It was good. <laughs> it's, it's it's one of my favorite places to go. Uh, it seems like McKay. it goes one of two ways. Either um, I don't think I can fill a growler full of this, or it's oh well. I guess it's just like anything else. Sure. Uh, I don't know how how much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how much do you want to pay me for this growler? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> 12 bucks? 15 bucks? $5. <laughs> I give you $5. <laughs> right now. I got it here in my pocket. <laughs> Look at this crispy five right here for you. <laughs> I, I remember I, I, I played the obnoxious asshole in, in, in Europe. In Europe, <laughs> yeah, the the obnoxious American asshole. I was like, "What do you want for this? Twenty dollars? I give you twenty dollars for it. Everything. <laughs> Fucking, I was such a douche." Oh, so here's you were mentioning Europe. Uh, here's a question: I don't know anything about film sales, uh, like U.S. film sales no, versus other countries. Yeah, but I because I was just curious, and obviously I haven't seen the movie. You're fired, but. You're not fired because you're the intern, but yeah, you're oh, the no, intern you... who talked about porn and shit. So we're not going, definitely not going to fire you. That's right. He didn't spell. That was a pro poor. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Oh, uh, or, or pro. <laughs> so uh, the the sales of submarine in the U.S. it was about four hundred thousand dollars. In the rest of the world, four million. Is that Common or did it? Was it just too Very cerebral common. for a U.S. Uh, this is audiences? this is a subject that actually has come up in our podcasts, and we've probably been too drunk to talk about it. And I'm probably too drunk to talk about it right now, but uh, I'm going to. <laughs> is uh, how dumbed down the American audience is, right? Yeah. <laughs> Aside from the peanut gallery, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um. Uh, no, the uh, American audience has been talked down to for so long. They need everything explained to them on a constant basis. And that's why Michael Bay is so huge. Because that's why his movies are so big. And that's why t- things like Twilight are, are so incredibly popular in Fifty Shades of Grey. I, yeah, the, then again, I've never seen yeah. Fifty Shades. Maybe it's great. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, but none, uh, of the, none of the intended message is implicit. Everything is explicit. It's it's spelled out for you. It's absolutely. right. It's right there, like in your face. And if there's anything implicit, more than likely, it's if, unintentional. Exactly. If something else, if it, the second or third act comes and it hasn't been already explained to you what's going to happen in the second and third act, it's probably not an American movie, right? Like, for instance, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. I haven't seen it. I haven't read it, but everything that I've read about the story is that uh, the 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 deeper underlying meaning is so much more poignant than the explicit meaning of it, and so much of the audience doesn't get it. It's this underlying message of uh, it's really it's not really okay to have a fetish once you grow up and commit yourself to a relationship you need to give up your oh my god it's an attack on geeks yeah but they haven't even gotten to that point in the movies yet 
Okay. That's in the Fucking book Fucking cocks. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, Americans don't read books anyway, so I'll just keep my mush out. Sorry about the spoilers. <laughs> Are there spoilers for Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> they well, it's they written, end up having sex. It's written by a Mormon, <laughs> so you can probably guess. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that that's, that and Twilight both. Both devout Mormons. It was a Twilight fan fiction. Didn't you know that? No, mm-hmm. I I knew that, actually, but um, I didn't know. You know so, the overall meaning of Twilight, right? Uh, Vampires are sparkly. No. <laughs> <laughs> Women should not have sex until they're married. Bullshit. That's what I think, anyways. I think no, that's the overall. Basement. Isn't that the overall story arc of the entire Twilight series? Well, that and it's okay to get bullied. Oh, in your and room abortion and is evil. Oh yeah, abortion's evil. It's okay if your boyfriend has taps on you twenty four seven. Oh, and you can't hang out with certain people because your boyfriend doesn't like them. Oh, I don't know. General controlling and oppression. <laughs> rant, 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 rant. That name was just terrible. I remember my girlfriend in high school was like, oh my god, I need to read this book. And it was just, and she's like, it's about a vampire who's in love with a human, but she wants to stay human. I'm like, Is it no. Harry fucking Potter? No, I'm not interested. No. Is it Harry Pooter? Hell no. <laughs> That's a movie I'd watch. I feel the same way about the Harry Potter films as uh, Kevin Smith does about the Lord of the Ring films. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody knows well, go yes. on, go his on. whole his, shtick about it. Yeah, where he basically says it's a, just a it, long it, walk. It's, it's, it's a really long <laughs> walk. Yeah, but that's what the books were. We're a really, yeah. really long walk. But that's the Lord of the Rings, and I love the Lord of the Rings. I love the books, and yeah. I do love the movies. Yeah. Um, but the Harry Potter films, there was like, they only needed three to get the whole point across. Yeah. They only needed three films. Because there was a first one, yeah, we introduced Harry Potter. He's an oppressed little boy who is adopted by his blah, blah, blah. His parents are dead, blah, 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 blah. He's the chosen one. We get that in the first fucking film. You have the second film. Slightly depressing. Harry Potter comes up with against the same guy as the first one. We know who this bad guy is now. Blah, 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 blah. And then we have the next four films... Who explain the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again? <laughs> you really just need Harry Potter one, two, and three. That's yeah. all you really need. But what about films. that very I understand camping that the books, trip? I understand when they the stayed books in the woods awesome. for six months. That's important. When they do absolutely nothing. Did you read the books? I did read the books. Okay, because <laughs> most people that read the books are like, oh no, because the books explain a lot more. <laughs> no, no, and I understand that. I understand. I, I didn't read the books. I, I love the it. books, but the movies are horrible. Is that the Harry Potter meatballs crossover? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. No, no. We are VIPs. Yeah. Kids are brats. The food is hideous. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just quoting a, a, a movie that came out in like 1982. Or maybe Friday the 13th. No, over. no, no. Meatballs. Much better movie. Okay. Much better movie. Yeah, no. It, I don't think it was necessary to split the last book into two films. Because you have Harry Potter and the very long, boring camping trip, and you have Harry Potter and the very awkward hug. <laughs> Um, and that's the only thing that happens in either of those movies. <laughs> that's an awesome. They should have made a one of the movies. Okay. Harry Potter and the Awkward Hug. Well, you know, there's that hug with Voldemort and, and Malfoy. I feel boobies. I love you, Malfoy. Malfoy's like, that's nice. Please let me go. Don't hurt me. And that's, that's the highlight of that whole fucking film. Was that hug? 
the most pedophilic moment in the film is the best part of the movie to you. That tells you how awful that movie was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, the books were fan- phenomenal. No, the, the movies think- were, I got so bored through the, the like fourth film. I was yeah. like, again? Really? It's like the Transformers Although- films. Get Here's how all the Transformers films, every single one of them. Yeah. Human, military, robot, tchotchke. Everyone's going after tchotchke. <laughs> done. Whole fucking movie. Guess what? Good wise win. We're done. Next movie. Humans. Military. <laughs> robot. Tchotchke. <laughs> done. Whole fucking movie. Oh, Harry Potter was the same fucking thing. Yep. Yeah. It, essentially, Voldemort, it, to put it in D&D terms, <laughs> here it is. Harry, oh, Hermione, and fucking Ron, Ron, Ron. are the, your adventuring group. Once in a while, like like in Spinal Tap, you have the drummer that comes in that constantly gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much Harry Potter and his three friends with the fourth guy. Which is usually the, the guy of the dark arts, the teacher of the dark arts. The one wearing Snape. the red shirt. Uh, yeah, but Snape is fucking awesome. I don't give a shit when because Alan Rickman is my hero. Right? Yeah, the best. Oh, my God. He's my fucking hero. If I could, anyway, mm, um, I do terrible I would suck his dick until the day right? is young. Yeah. Oh, my God. Until my mouth is I raw. would just deep throat his bitch. Um, but... Oh, God. <laughs> that's your son, not your wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> He knows how gay I am. It's fine. <laughs> um, but you, those are your adventuring group right there. That's your adventuring group. And then the big bad guy at the end of the adventure is a lich. And they have to go find all the phylacteries because the guy keeps changing them every fucking mm-hmm. time. It's like the dude's head. It's a fucking stone. It's this. It's that. It's the other. Yeah. He keeps changing phylacteries. Liches shouldn't be changing that bitch. Mm-mm. No, not in D and D. That would have been a three fucking film deal in D and D. That's all I'm saying. Well, if it was a good DM, uh, for, Hell for me, yeah. I could totally drag it out we, to seven or eight movies. We also <laughs> had to see Cedric. Everybody turn into could, a vampire. but it would be still a bad what? movie. Cedric Diggory, he had to die in the fourth movie to become a vampire for Twilight. <laughs> he just died and became a vampire and started glowing and glittering, sparkling vampires. That's yeah, one thing that was that, important. Uh, it neat was necessary. I loved yeah. Anne Rice's first book. <laughs> loved it. Thought it was great. Yeah. Second book, whiny ass bitchy vampires. <laughs> I go along with uh, I think it was uh, Ben that said <laughs> well, what did he say about the the Anne Rice vampires? It was like you have superpowers. Why are you whining? <laughs> <laughs> They've got feelings, Jeff. Fuck you and your feelings. <laughs> if I was 300 years old, my feelings would be so on a back shelf about 200 years ago. <laughs> and you would be food. We're, uh, we're approaching the end. This is the end. This is the my end. My only friend, the end. <laughs> what? We went all Jim Morrison on your ass. This is a song that never ends. Mm-hmm. And the Lamb Chops is what they sing at the end of that oh, show. Oh, God. Uh-uh. It goes on and on, my friend. <laughs> I don't know that. You didn't know what? Do you can't even watch Lamb Chops? Oh. I feel a little I old watched now. Lamb Chop, but I, it, it was I'm a puppet. Yeah, yeah, they see it. Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was, and they'll just. Keep Is this from the '60s or '70s? I don't know. I watched it when I was a kid. A <laughs> <laughs> little Tommy Lamb Chop puppet with a redhead. No, there was a Alex used to sing the song when you know to annoy me. 
Because <laughs> it goes on and on and on yeah. and on. I, I heard it when yeah. I was in grade school, too. I don't know. <laughs> I, I liked it. I, you know. On the old side of the table here, we haven't heard, we haven't heard this. We haven't heard about this. Why? I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know either. These crazy kids nowadays. Why? The endless songs. I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> Something about dildos and joints. I wanted a dildo and a joint. <laughs> what? Don't we all? <laughs> you were talking about muffins, right? Right. Those are good, too. I do enjoy a good muffin. I like muffins and dildos. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think it's time for final thoughts. <laughs> what are your final thoughts, Jeff? Well, Ned. Well, Ned. <laughs> you haven't watched The Three Amigos, have you? I have seen parts of it. What? We are the watch Three Amigos. Okay. If I've watched that movie, you need to watch that movie. We are the Three Amigos. Okay, hold on, hold on. Do you know what movie I haven't seen? What? Three. The Princess Bride. What? Get out. <laughs> Final but, thought. But, but Rick's he, a do. She hasn't watched The Princess Bride. Get out of this house. But he has seen Days of Thunder. Uh, that was an awesome movie, man. <laughs> it really moved me. I was, I was Dude, in tears. Dude, the circles, the circles meant something deep. <laughs> they drove in circles. <laughs> it, it was like a Carl Jung kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, nice. anyway. <laughs> Final right. thoughts, Jeff. Let's Final thoughts them. are this. I mean, the beer we had tonight, <laughs> aside from this t- terrible Ivan, which I believe we have uh, rated before, and it's so. fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it's good. This is a 4.5. Yeah. <laughs> On the Richter scale. <laughs> On Richter's scale. That's right. Boom, boom. <laughs> My mind was blown. (laughs) Um, Final thoughts are this. Uh, Mike, we miss you. But these guys are fucking awesome. You're in fucking Portland, so fuck you and the asshole. Should I call him back and ask for his final thoughts? (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Call him back. Ed will ask for his final thoughts. Hola. How's it going? Good. Right on, right on. We got pizza for you. Here we go. We're going to ask for his final thoughts. <laughs> Hopefully he's not doing something too indecent. Hey, we just What's need, up? Final we, thoughts. We just need your final thoughts. My final thought? Yeah. It's all good, man. It's all good in the neighborhood. It's all good. Applebee's. <laughs> Applebee's? <laughs> Fuck you in a handbasket, Applebee's. Applebee's. No, no, no. They got shut down up here. That's, that's not good. You made people sick. <laughs> Fun fact. They deserve okay. that for eating an Applebee's. If somebody say they want a dick, all I, can, all, all I hear is dick. Dick, dick, dick. Uh, Applebee yeah, dick. Applebee dick. Applebee dick. Dick Applebee. It's, a, it's the owner of Applebee's. I believe his name is Richard Applebee. I believe he's uh, popularly known as Dick Applebee. It's all good in the neighborhood. That's my final thought, guys. Okay. Thank you. All right. Love you, man. That's all we needed. Bye. (laughs) It's all good in the neighborhood. He's all of a sudden a PSA. I don't get it. (laughs) Thoughts you should know. The more you should know. No, thought. Was it more you should know? The more you should know. I don't fucking know. Get with it. I've been with it for way too long. (laughs) Trust me. The with it, it is not worth it.
<laughs> with it is not worth it. I mean, that's your final thought. That's absolutely, awesome. absolutely. That's I'll move on to uh, uh, young and uh, young and younger. <laughs> call young and call younger. <laughs> the Carls, young and younger. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy at this point uh i think i've had just about enough of the uh ivan the terrible to uh not have a lot of deep thoughts <laughs> really yeah w- what do you have to say you're a lightweight <laughs> <laughs> you're not kidding <laughs> my final thoughts yeah beer is good friends are fun this bread's pretty tasty too. Zoom <laughs> 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 <Is it> tight. <laughs> oh, my God. oh God, he's doing an impression of uh, oh, Kenny from Jeff. South Park. <laughs> oh, and Jeff needs a hug. That's the oh. Fuck you! <laughs> I just hit her in the face with a microphone. It wasn't very nice. I'm a dick. Okay. Yeah, you are. Good night, Ned. Good night, Ned. Good night, Ned. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Okay, everyone. I just want to make the official announcement. I want everyone to know once and for all. I'm not wearing any pants. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Rick Anderson and our very special guests, Brandon Longwell and Brianna Edwards. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram or email us at BeerPlus3 at gmail.com. Good night. Petite Mort, our dark Belgian strong ale, and a red wine barrels from our friends at such such Rhineway and Woodenville. What is it? Say it again one more time because I just started recording. It's it, but I don't have my shit. Oh, I'm sorry, you didn't have your shit. Well, I just lay this here. Saying, well, we need to. We're short one microphone stand. Jeff has yeah. had a stroke, <laughs> and he's gonna talk like this the whole time. Well, okay. Excuse me while I wipe up my drool. <laughs> I fell in my head trying to reach the microphone. Oh my god. Oh, the weight's on the one time. What did we use that other time? We used, we used a, a Christmas ornament. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah so we need to find a pineapple or something. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah! Oh, dude, I I can see it right now. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. This looks like okay. a homo setup. <laughs> it's the homo setup. Grab one of those candlesticks. I can and just see do this one too. I'll go fit in the end of it. Yeah, see, this is very very. No, precious. it doesn't work. I already tried. So it, put that back. No, it's, that's a bad thing. No, yeah. and probably for the best with. Uh, <laughs> she probably senses right now that I touched her. She's like. There's a, there's a disturbance in the force. <laughs> I have an ominous sense My wife, of foreboding. He says and I don't know why. You know what? Never mind. I'll just I'll just hold the fucking thing. I'll just hold sure. it. I'll hold it. I got it. It's in my hands. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was wondering why you had 
the Lord of the Rings box sets there. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. The little handle. There you go. Oh, it's. Oh, and that's also knock everything over. It's a jar named yeah. after. You named your son after a jar. Yeah. I need to, yeah. I'm moving over there. What? <laughs> move it over here. You can move it over here. Move it over here. We can move it over here. Move it over here. Move it over here. How was the pizza? Pizza eat. Oh, yeah. Pizza eat. Oh. But thank you, I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> he made this pizza himself, man. <laughs> Didn't order no goddamn pizza. So it's DiGiorno? No. Mom's going to raise DiGiorno. Ha-ha. 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 Is this working for... Oh, you don't even have your earpiece in. God damn it. Huh? Get it in. Get this away Stop from me before I eat more pizza. Stop so. yelling at me. <laughs> God damn it! What? <clears throat> so that one. This is you guys. Middle. Termination awards. You have been terminated. No, it's determinated. <laughs> <laughs> it has been determinated. I am determinator. <laughs> I am determinated. I am the opposite of terminated. I'm very hard to stop. <laughs> okay, so I got the um, okay. the it, the implication that my is away? Is he going to be phoning it in, or is no, he... no, no? We did that once before, but he's a uh, shit on a lot. That was time. Pax. That was a special occasion. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get to do that this time. Now we don't care. We don't care. It's like we end up Oregon. Yeah, we've all been to Portland. We're 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 done. I'm going in a couple Actually, of weeks. I haven't spent any time in Portland. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. It's I've driven through it a few times. However, Just don't go to the bus station. Every time I've been to the bus station, you like some heroin? Hey, what do you need? What do you need? I can get for you. No, what it was, it was quote unquote with some heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. Nothing, not smack. Not, well, smack is heroin, but not like crack, not, not anything else. With some heroin? <laughs> it wasn't even the same guy. If it was the same guy, I'd be like, oh, there's, that's the heroin guy right there. That's, <laughs> that's Ed the heroin guy. <laughs> Done. <laughs> well, yeah, boy, when I look at you, I think, man, a complete stranger in the street would be like, When you I know, was frequenting the bus needs, station, yeah, you would have went, heroin. yeah, that guy needs heroin. <laughs> have you seen this guy? He's definitely a heroin addict. I had the long hair. and He's 90s, man. Fucking 90s, man. Okay, so that's me. This is me. That's you. This is you. Yeah, this is that's me. you. Me. Me, me, and this is delicious pizza, Rick. Thank you. Thank <laughs> this you very is much. really good. Yeah, <laughs> I did the. Here's, uh, here's the pizza. The pizza. <laughs> Let me introduce the pizza. The crust and the sauce are, my, are homemade by me, and then the rest is you know. No, I'm not willing to do the cheese, even though I know how to do it. I'm not going to do it. Too much effort. It is cheese. It is a bit of work. Never underestimate yeah. the power. I, I, I thought that's really cool. I'm doing. I'm doing the. Fuck it. I'm making an executive and decision in I'm opening go up the, to the next layer and do the cheese. 
And I looked it Such up online. Awesome I'm like, I remember these. I'm not doing the cheese. The year? Yeah, like, I don't have amount of work. Um, I better get a payoff that I can get to, drunk we're on. Because <laughs> it's about the same. I mean, it's a lot of effort and, uh, making yeah. cheese, like yeah. turning it, messing yep. with it. Yeah, playing that with was it. right there. Well, the originally somebody, a friend of mine on Facebook, did made her own cheese. I thought, well, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I, should, I should give that a shot. You watch the trash. You know, and I just, I just, I, I'm just not good with lots of like long, you know, multi-day sort of things. Oh no, no, I meant the, the new film. Oh, you know, right, number one, two, and three. Yeah, I hear that. Um, uh, one of the people that we game with uh, is very enthusiastic about making her own beer, her own cider, her own wine, her own cheese. Yeah, she just has what it takes. Yeah. I don't think I'm that person. If it's you not, I want to make cheese not. and wine. Well, I would love to, but it's the patience and like making sure it's sterile and making sure it's like temperature regulated and like you know moisture regulated for oh, the cheese. God. Obviously, not the beer. The beer is I, not that uptight. even cheese. I'd be like, no, you're getting some Fromunda. That's that's so, what you're getting. You get some of that shit in my cheese. <laughs> we're, we're no, I put a little bit of myself in every cheese. <laughs> are you are you good with it being like that? Especially if I hold it like this, like this, can we all do yes. that? Can we all do that? <laughs> no, but you have to do the bad guy mm. thing. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> this is my microphone. Release the hound. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna. Um, if you want to put the, good. I'm assuming you're going to participate, or are you just going to? You wanna? If you want to put the microphone between you, I can crank the volume up on yours so that you don't have to. I mean, yeah, it would be nice if you'd sort of lean in a little bit when you talk. But I'm just drinking beer. Okay, <laughs> that's fine too. I, I came for the beer in the company. <laughs> that's also participation. Much, otherwise, I'd be at home cleaning my house, Glass entertaining my cat. For beer is right here. And as much as I enjoy cleaning my house, entertaining my cat's a project. <laughs> cats are too demanding. Oh, cats wow. are demanding. Our cats what is only this? demanding for like what an hour a day, maybe two. Oh yes. Cats, cats are demanding in the way that, like, look at me, now look at my butt, <laughs> now pet me, now fuck off. <laughs> I am, That's a cat. I'm yeah. done with you. All right. I've made my presence known. You are my subject. I shall go lay down and lick my ass. And then it becomes, do I know you? <laughs> yeah. Don't come over here. Don't come over here. I love how when they, when they do that half cock, like, yeah, <laughs> and they're just like looking at the side. You're getting closer to him. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't think you should be here right now. Yeah, it's it's kind of like when you pull up to a uh, crosswalk and someone's crossing the crosswalk, and they get that like corner of the eye. Like I don't want to actually acknowledge that I see you because <laughs> yeah. you might try to like cut me off or do something crazy. But if I just pretend that you don't, th- that I don't see you, then yeah. you're not going to do anything weird. Yeah. H- have you ever? In Canada, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. No, I've been that person. I've been the like, yeah. It's like because you always get the guy that like lurches forward a little bit because he's like on his phone or he's paying attention to something else. He's looking at his radio or whatever, and (laughs) 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 trying to kill me. Don't fuck with me. I'm an innocent bystander. I can't even talk with me. I will dent your hood. I wave at those. I was gonna say innocent bystander, but I can't even talk. I think we need to I, cut Brandon off already before we even started. I've, I've had too much coffee and not enough beer. That's what it is. How much coffee okay. have you had? I've had too much coffee this week. So, of course, I got up at like three in the morning. So, I believe I'm on cup number three, which is like three hundred percent of what I usually drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Cup number, like cup number three, cup like number a little three. eight ounce cup of number three. Yeah. yeah. Ish. See, I, I'll drink sometimes one or two lattes a day. 
A cup okay. of number three? A cup, a yeah, cup that, of number three. You haven't heard of number three? That, yeah. Best but fucking coffee around. Okay. <laughs> oh, I was I was thinking of something was, entirely yeah, different. Yeah, I do. So Brandon's been obsessed with his poop chart lately. Oh, he's got number threes on, on coming out? <laughs> the the Bristol, <laughs> Too the Bristol much stool food. scale? Have you heard of the Bristol stool scale? Yes, no, I have, actually. I want to see what you have after three cups of coffee. One of these gentlemen explain the Bristol school of stale stool, whatever the fuck it is. Basically, this guy in Bristol made a chart, and it's got several different types of poop. So you can say okay. number three. Oh, well, I knew there was right. one, two, and three. We all knew that from like, like eighth what, grade. 12? Seventh, eighth grade, we knew number three was usually like diarrhea. Yeah. And those that were more adventurous went, oh, there's a number four. It's like throwing up. <laughs> that. Um, but Yeah, I think I saw that episode of South Park. Uh, <laughs> I was like South Park. Let's not talk about that, because it actually does happen to people. Yeah. The, more frequently than you think <laughs> when it goes up the other way hmm? oh no, no no you're wrong <laughs> you're a bad person no it's true no. you're a bad person stop it that's what... stop talking <laughs> this is why I have an, I have an aversion <laughs> to uh, feces that goes uh, well oh, and beyond oh, even oh. my wife makes fun of my aversion <laughs> <laughs> She'll hear me getting into the shower. Oh, it's the second poop of the day, isn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna take a shower. Oh yeah, gonna wash the shit right out of my hair. So yeah, I, I used to. I knew this about you. You, you. Like it's not okay. It's no, like, it is not. You, no. you time them perfectly. No, yeah. I don't necessarily time them, but I count them. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes. I know exactly how many poops I've taken today, and it's well, it's time to. I remember, out. you know, talking, <laughs> talking with Jeff like a couple of years ago about this topic, and I'm I'm thinking, okay, he and I see eye to eye on this, and then he starts getting into things like that. And I'm going, okay, you're going <laughs> off onto other territory. I wasn't even. Yeah, I'm, I'm going on an obsessive compulsive behavior. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he's like, me. no, I just thought ass fucking was gross, <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's it's like disease land, and I have to wash things and. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I need 15 uh, bottles of Purell to go uh, anywhere near that area. Uh, <laughs> uh, that would burn. <laughs> well, you know, like right after a shower and it's completely clean, that's one thing. But You're getting a 151 <laughs> yeah. in, my lady. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's not a sort of decision that you make, like. In, like, a hot climate after some risky culinary choices. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot of, uh, uh, well, risky culinary choices. That's not a- that I haven't ever been there. It's just, no, I just, no. <laughs> no. No, you buy. No, you buy. <laughs> well, so I- are, um, are you feeling like we're ready to start? Are you guys... I would up. like if if anybody has some fucking subjects. We have really no subject. The only thing I brought up was uh, the fact that you, him, and I are all only children, which is <laughs> the most interesting thing. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, I've, never been in freaks. I've never been in a room with all only children, but now you're here, so yeah. ruin that. Let's bring that up. No, I think that's I think that's interesting. Can, you know, analyze. Ooh, she can cycle yeah. battle, which is kind of the theme of my intro. So it's okay. And then, of course, the return of Firefly, which I found out was a fake anyway. And then Rick's rude clerk driver slash user slash help desk asshole of the week. Which I think is going to have a lot to do with mechanics at this point. What is that? New series Con Man. Alan Two Dicks. Yeah. Two dicks? Yeah. Alan has two dicks? No, Alan Two Dicks and Nathan Fillion are making a new show. 
Yes, Con Man. Yeah. yeah. The, Did you support it? They got like all their money plus like I, I think they're up to like five million or four million. I wanted million. to do the hundred dollar donation because that's kind of the cool way you get all the cool stuff, but I'm in between quarters right now. Which is a fifteen hundred dollar one. You get to like go, down go to the screening hang and hang out with him in the green room. Birthday, and he goes down on you afterwards. Because you know it'd be some cool people there. You know, I, I did get an extra stipend for my scholarship, so maybe I could, you know, just throw an extra yeah. whatever away. You know, that's something we could talk about. Uh, uh, male redheads that uh, Hollywood will actually employ. Yeah, but they you don't really it, employ like, them. Think it, about it. If you're a redhead and you got a dick, you can't get a job in Hollywood, it seems like. It's like Conan O'Brien, Alan Tudyk, and who? But, yeah, like, but if na- you have red hair and you're a woman... Name three like, movies Alan Tudyk is in. I can name two right off. Well, he's been in... And of course, Serenity. He's, he's in a lot of Fox series Ser- and sci-fi series. There'll be Serenity, too, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yes, that's right. <laughs> there will be. I mean it. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then what was that British movie? God damn it. He was in... A, I've, I, I've seen... Anything he's in, I'll watch it, of course, because he's yeah. a fucking genius. He really but is. he was in this British movie that they remade... And and one of the things that bothers me sometimes, and of course remakes just bother me in immensely because just write something original, fucks. But uh, <laughs> it, it bothers me more when they take a movie from another country and rewrite it for this country, like The Grudge and um, like Grudge or yeah. or The Ring or uh, uh, no, what was the one, one that uh, Douchebag won an Academy Award for? It was verbatim the same fucking movie. But it, it, now it's in Boston, so hey, yeah, it's American now, and you're <laughs> now gonna win. I can. He won an Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay, even though he stole it. Uh, the original film is a film series, actually. Yeah. It's called Infernal Affairs. Yeah. It's really? uh, Taiwanese. Oh. It's an amazing oh, fucking series. Is it? Yeah, that well, one, The Departed. Departed. Oh, yeah, really? It's a complete I, copy I of it was a film from Asia, indecent. and then he won Best Original Screenplay. I thought it was, was this. Who wrote? Was that Scorsese? Scorsese, I think. Yeah. Did he? Yep. Also he also wrote it. it yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, huge... that I wouldn't even accept the award. I'm like, hey. no, I'm sending this to fucking Taiwan. <laughs> Not alone. But uh, uh, but the biggest travesty is when they remake English films for American audiences. That's the <laughs> just blows my fucking mind. Why this has a podcast kind of cadence to it? I think we should go ahead and do your intro and start. <laughs> Well, the cadence is gone now. Yeah, Thank well, you very that's much. right. I interrupted you, Ed. <laughs> sure, just, just <laughs> through everybody. God. Uh, but anyway, uh, Alan Tudyk is in the original uh, British version of this film they made of with an all black cast here about a funeral. Oh, yes. What was the name of the movie? Because they used the same exact title don't, for the one don't. here. No, but I, it just came out recently, right? It like, came out like, like three years yeah, ago. Yeah, like yeah. the last four or And five the years. British one came out like four or five years ago. And Alan Tudyk accidentally does a shit ton of shrooms <laughs> in it. It's fucking hilarious. I cannot. I, <laughs> I cannot. Yeah. It's up naked on the roof yeah. during it, a funeral. No, it's a great movie. It didn't seem oh, like um, um, oh, I, I can name a film he was in that was awesome. Was uh, Dale and... Yeah, we I already did that. Oh, I didn't yeah. hear you Tucker say that Dale one. Versus oh, oh, yeah. It was a great movie. Have you seen it? I have. It is an awesome movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. All right, well, fuck you then. We'll just fucking start this bullshit goddamn podcast. <laughs> if you want to ruin I was having fun. fun talking with my friends. I don't know about you. <laughs> God, yeah. So just remember to lean in a little bit when you talk so it'll pick you up. Okay. You don't have to, like, deep-throated or anything, but just... Aww. Not like me. <laughs> you can if you want to. That would be show, an interesting... I have some pretty good skills. <laughs> Tie a yellow ribbon round the old oak tree. Okay. 
around you. I don't have I don't have uh, a mic here to do the Mechaleka high, so oh. I got I, I should have recorded him and just did this. <laughs> Hold my sh- recording shit up to the microphone. Lick a tiny hoe. Lick a tiny hoe. Lick a tiny hoe. Just a tiny one. Lick a tiny hoe. Is that lick a tiny hoe or tiny lick a tiny like tiny lick? I don't know. Whatever. It really doesn't matter. It's a tongue twister, and it's best to do the tongue twister when you're going to be talking on a microphone. You know New York unique. New York. You know you need you new unique. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. What? What? <laughs> Rick, what's your uh, what's your wep? What's up? What's your wep? Oh, Serenity. <laughs> Speaking oh, of which, Serenity is oh, Serenity. So it's name and password is the same thing. No, uh, it's the the password is a uh, Firefly. No, it's four four s. Four four lowercase s. Yeah. B W U. Keep going. Yeah. M A Y. This is going out to the world. T H E. No. <laughs> I just so read my fucking mangling of May the like Force be with you. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, I'm gonna put that on the podcast because everybody around the planet's gonna rush out yeah, here I'm to like, sit out in front of our house. Old. No, I'm getting into it. <laughs> I'm gonna use up all this broadband. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the pipelines. <laughs> I can't enter my get into my old laptop. I have a picture of Yoda on it and it says "Enter, you may not." And I forgot my fucking password. So I'm just like, God damn it, Yoda! Every time I try to get onto my computer, I actually heard you say. My computer got cancer. <laughs> so I don't know why that's the first thing I heard out of your mouth. But. Might as well have cancer yeah, at this okay. point. I'm really angry with it. Throw it in the microwave, give it some chemo. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's how that works. I, like I don't mar- think so either, but. I like my microwave. It was, I don't want it was to a good bit. That. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> okay, I got to find my voice again. Find your voice. I find my voice. Center, center, center yourself. Yeah, Should I? I? I need. I think it needs to be more breathy. Though. What are you doing? Kind of a yes. psychic. Oh, okay. Okay. In cool. in, in, re, in regards to the movie we watched. Oh, okay. Which psychic. You didn't. You've what never heard. Of, well, it doesn't mean anything. Movie. Moss from the IT crowd wrote and directed. It's a submarine. Submarine. I've called. heard of it. It's really I've seen it. From 2010. I, I started watching it and then got distracted. As I do naturally. Welcome. Yeah. I think I need to do it like this. <laughs> yeah. Are you happy clouds too? Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. 